everybody, it's Neil with the Dashley Jones. With me, I've got Frank. Say hi, Frank. Hey! We've been gone for a little bit. Um, it's been a couple weeks, had a lot of things pop up, so we apologize for the gap in coverage. Podcasting, because we've been <laughs> streaming. I'm sorry, I've been streaming. Uh, I stream sometimes, too. I played Gremlins. You know? Yeah. That was, that was I good. I wish you had. <laughs> <laughs> Frank misses me. I don't stream with him anymore, apparently. He doesn't. We're not friends. He's breaking up the band. Look, I got shit to do, all right? You're not the most important person <gasps> in my life. You take so. that back. That's not true. I know that's not true. Oh, God. So, anyways, uh, tonight we're going to talk about several things, actually. We're going to talk about immortality. Post-apocalyptic anarchy and bias. Sounds yeah. like a good time, right? I mean, I mean, I'm I'm half masked at least. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be full by the end of the night. <sighs> Six to ten, bruh. Positively throbbing. <laughs> so they recently announced, or actually, they didn't really announce it. I just kind of found it when I was uh, redditing at work. Which is what I <laughs> do often. Shh, don't tell anybody. Um, that they're going to do a remake of Highlander, which was, you know, one of my favorite movies, even though it's a terrible movie. No, stop. No, stop. It's fantastic. It's awful. <laughs> it could it have been. Awful. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the only thing that made that movie... I mean, not, not, okay, I'm not going to say that. The movie was great because it's a dude flick. I mean, oh, yeah. swords and, <laughs> and and queen. And <laughs> yeah, totally manly. Uh, but <laughs> what, what do you think about uh, the Highlander remake, Frank? Do you think that's going to be a... a I think that it could be really... It could be... It, a, it depends, on, it depends on the cast, and it could be really good if they try to keep the Michael Bay explosions to a minimum. Yeah. I mean, like Highlander just don't, don't get all like machine guns and explosions and shit like that. Just don't, please don't. It's, it's fucking awful. But I mean, like uh, the possibilities are endless because then what if they, what if they make the Highlander remake and then they, they make a show to go with it just like they did with, with Adrian Paul. Was it a bad show though? I never really watched it. No, it was so good. It was so good. Cause all I really watched was the first Highlander like seventy thousand times. Mm-hmm. Skipped the second one. Probably. And good. then I watched Endgame, which was all right, but then it got weird. It kind of. I had, liked Endgame. <laughs> it, it had a, a lot of uh, Dragon Ball Z style power levels, which was weird. Well, I mean, because that's kind of how they—that's kind of how they did it, you know. I mean, like even in the even in the show, it was like, you know, you're because like you you gain the essentially the knowledge and and experience of the the the, the immortal that you kill through sure. the quickening. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, Jacob Kell in Endgame, you know, like like Adrian Paul's character, I think he killed like seventy immortals that tried to kill him. Yeah. Throughout the course of the show's history, and then the then to put it in perspective, Jacob Kell it killed like six hundred and fifty or something, and so I mean like that shows that shows two things: one, 
amazing duelist, obviously, because, I mean, 650 fucking times that he's been put, like, in the ring. I mean, even the Tigress of Gaul didn't get put in the ring that many fucking times. And he and 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 uh, Jacob Kell won every time and has so has all that that lifetimes of experience. Granted, he was also kind of an asshole and he tended to kill immortals in their sleep. But that's not the point. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I remember that in Endgame, like that these guys are all on hallowed ground and they're all like stuffed in the little machines. They're just trying to have like peaceful dreams. And he just goes through and hacks all their heads off on hallowed grounds. Mm-hmm. That's not cool. No, he, he's the kind of guy that like he would shoot somebody and then he would just hack their head off afterwards. <laughs> That's fucked up. I, he, it's fucked up, but efficient. <laughs> you know? <laughs> hey, they call it the quickening. <laughs> and like, okay. Okay, explain this to me. I know this is... <laughs> I know this is supposed to be more about immortal or immortality, uh, which we'll get into that a little bit in a second, but... What was the whole thing about Sean Connery's character coming back to life? Like, were they time traveling and shit? Like, I I honestly don't remember. Like, it's been a long time since I've seen the original Highlander movies, but I do think that it was funny that Sean Connery was the Welsh Scotsman from Spain. <laughs> I'm like, what? He was speaking Spanish, too. He's like, <laughs> buenos tardes. <laughs> like, what the fuck did he say? Ungor pendejo. <laughs> I'm going to cut you, Vato. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> a little racist. But no. he did cut people, so I mean, I- like, I'll allow it. He busts out a switchblade. <laughs> no, fuck the rapier switchblade <laughs> stop that's it that's so good that's so good <laughs> so as far as immortality is concerned what would uh, I know, there's so many different formulas for immortality um, actually I only was able to narrow it down to three but maybe you can add to it we got Highlander mm-hmm. that universe we've got Vampires, which are technically undead, but they are immortal. You know, they live forever. Uh huh. And then you got Dragon Ball Z, which is what exactly? Just like uh, gods? Yeah, I mean, no matter what, you just don't die. I mean, like, okay, now are you talking about like because in Dragon Ball Z they te- they're they're technically not immortal; they just keep coming back. Well, there, there is a difference. No, 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 there is. If, if you're like on a first name basis with the guy who controls the Death Gate, I mean, like. <laughs> That's not really fair anymore. Mahogany. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mahogany. No, um, there was one person. I mean, that was a whole plot line of the Saiyan saga was them trying to get the Dragon Balls together to wish for immortality. There's only one person in that series that actually got immortality, as far as I remember, and that was Garlic Jr. And they had one to send him really in. Didn't need it. What's that? One person who really didn't need it because nobody cares anymore. Yeah, I mean... They could have just like I mean like when Goku, when the guy like Junior he he came back before they put him into the I can't remember what they called it the Zero Zone or some the shit like zone, that yeah. the Dead Zone that was it because it was the semi Superman ripoff and Goku <laughs> yeah. just like folded him up into a little ball and just, ah! <laughs> thrown him up into space and been like okay we're done but they all had all the they had all the B listers left during the Garlic Junior saga yeah I mean I don't know I mean that was the whole 
the the whole concept of you know Vegeta and Nappa becoming immortal or at least attempting to become immortal is they could fight forever and they could train and become the strongest eventually even if there's tons of people way stronger than they are right now eventually they'll become the strongest people ever they could do enough push-ups to eventually beat Krillin yes <laughs> and so that's that vampires you're you can be killed uh, if you get staked or you stay out in the sun or I mean it really depends on the universe VTM or Vampire there, the Masquerade you, if you get staked you just get stunned there's a there's a difference between immortality and uh, being forever. eternal yeah so I mean like if you're eternal you can still die if you're immortal it the implication is that there is no death yeah <laughs> yeah I mean he looks like a shooting star but that that's the thing like in in, in typical vampire lore and that's I'll I'll, uh, I'll quote I won't quote it I'll just reference to you. True Blood Vampire the Masquerade and any of the Anne Rice novels the longer you live as a vampire or you're around, the more powerful you are. And it's not even necessarily you have to do anything. I mean, even if you go to rest for a thousand years, you come out like a bajillion times more powerful. I think it's just because, like, the the longer you live beyond a normal human's lifespan, the less human you are. Yeah, you become more of a beast. Right. Mm. Well, I mean, it's it's... I mean, even if, like, you don't become more of a beast, I mean, you become much more detached and, and, and in a lot of cases, like, elevated above humanity. Just because, like, you know, I've been alive for 10,000 years. You guys are nothing. <laughs> I mean, I blink my eyes and you're dead. I mean, like, not even, like, I don't even have to do anything. I could literally sit in this chair and watch you guys just get old. <laughs> and, and I'm going to be like, well, that 50 years went by fast. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, um, do you remember the... Did you? Did you ever? Okay, never mind. So in the Hobbit, um, that uh, Thranduil puts the dwarves into prison, and one basically wants to make them think about what they've done. Mm-hmm. And dwarves don't live forever, but elves do. Right. And so he just says, "I can wait," <laughs> and he's willing to just stick them in jail literally for the rest of their lives until they they cave to his demands, because he doesn't care. Thranduil's like fucking like fifteen thousand years old. <laughs> <laughs> What's what's 150 years? Nothing. I mean, Nothing. <laughs> as long as they keep procreating, that guy will stay in jail forever. But eventually, they'll they'll get wiped out, and then he'll be like, "All right, I'm free." <laughs> no. What are you talking about? I'm saying Thrandril. You said he was Thrandril, in. He's literally immortal. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm saying that. Never mind. We'll move on. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't understand what you're saying. I'm sorry. I'm trying. I just don't get it. Is it you that's stupid or is it me? I don't know. It's definitely not me. Okay. Well, in process of elimination, <laughs> it's probably you. Um, yeah. We're going to do that. <laughs> um, Blue, you know? Yeah. But, like, so what would you do? in a scenario let's let's just say highlander for example what would you what would you attempt to do what would you be your goals in 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 that realm as an immortal do i have to fight for my life constantly like they do in highlander um yes then it would be i would spend 500 years 
just underground, nonstop, every day, learning to sword fight and then sword fighting and sword fighting and sword fighting just day in, day out for like 500 years. Yeah. Or or at least as long as I could until like I was literally constantly accosted by other immortals. Because I mean like they a lot of times like in the in the Highlander show, these guys have already been alive for a couple hundred years and they're sword fighting because that's like the way they kind of grew up. Like yeah. they were they were around when swords were like the 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 main the main killing thing. So like if I was an immortal now, I'd be like, Well, these guys have hundred and fifty years of sword fighting experience. Probably not going to win. So I'd probably have to shoot the first couple of them <laughs> you know, just to ensure safety. And and the other thing I never understood, why, if you're going to be an immortal and you're going to duel another immortal, I would constantly wear a scarf with like a metal gorget, like right underneath. That's like a good inch thick. So like, you know, they they like they get, get parried uh, and they come down, bing, like, ha! Yeah, why didn't anybody do that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with them. I think that I think that was a um, I think that was poor planning on on the immortals part, but I'd go underground and I would I would train constantly, constantly for so you, several hundred years. You you think that maybe like if you did wear a net guard, that somebody with a broadsword comes along, breaks your shit, your pointy stabby sword, and cuts you downward in towards the chest and upwards like in a V fashion. Mm-hmm. Do you think that would count, or or no? No, I think it would, because your head would be still. Are, your are we talking about like 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 cuts you from here like all the way through and like you separate? No, I'm talking like it'll be like, it'll be a V cut, like cut you down towards your sternum and then cut you back up again, or cut you twice. So like your head comes off <laughs> with a V on the bottom. Okay, well I don't think that would. I yeah, I think that would work. Okay. That's that would be the only only way I you would have to depend on that initial reaction of where they they come down on you and they hit you in the back of the neck or in the front of the neck and then they're surprised that it didn't go through or they get the bing and they're like what because they expected <laughs> they expected meat and skin and bone and you go ha and then you like you stab them like in the mouth <laughs> <laughs> I think I think they should have at least tried that I mean. I don't know. Is nobody fucking wore armor in that shit? There's there's another show. I just want to bring up one more immortality thing. Go. It's a semi supernatural immortality. There's a show called Ajin that you can watch it on Netflix. It's an anime ish, because it's cell shaded, but like it, it's about these this group of people who are immortals, and you know it's just like Highlander, where like you have to die in order to figure out that you are one, because you know you otherwise you wouldn't. But like they can lose limbs, they can be ground up into hamburger, and they will always come back. So like that whenever the the people are trying to capture him, this guy gets shot by like a like a super sleep agent and he shoots himself in the head, and he dies. But then whenever he wakes up, he just brushes the dart off and the the stuff's out of his system because he's like basically reset himself. Wow. And he he literally at one point like just to, like the difference between this and Highlander, he he mails his finger to somebody, and then proceeds to grind himself to pieces. And kill himself that way by jumping into like a big industrial meat grinder. And then his body resurrects from the finger, the whole finger. Okay. So he he literally mails himself across the nation (laughs) to like an underground facility that he couldn't normally get to, kills himself, and then shows back up there. 
That's retarded. I'm like, that's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> that's a whole new level of immortality that I'd never thought about. We're like, I literally, I couldn't hurt myself if I wanted to. That reminds me of Cell. Or, yeah. <laughs> or uh, Deadpool. Yeah. The, the only thing that would suck about something like that is if you have like uh uh like a jar or someone like cuts themselves to pieces and they're like or whatever like you just scoop up a section of them and seal the jar and then blow the rest of it to pieces or whatever and then you just got like the finger trying to regrow constantly in this little tiny space and then just put it in a shelf and forget it <laughs> just do that a bunch of times i mean like have a vault of different jars <laughs> and then open them all up at the same time let them all regrow at once and let them fight to the death <laughs> It'd be like Akira. Canada. What would be something that you would want to do if you were immortal? Depends. Like your like long goals. Depends on like the universe. I mean, if we're just talking, you uh, you can die, but you live forever as long as nobody kills you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'd want to be very influential. I mean, I of course I would uh, I would work on improving myself to become very powerful, money and physically wise, and also mental. But I'd want to be involved in fucking everything. Like, I want to be in the history books. Mm-hmm. So, you know, any big event that happens, I was involved in it, and I was like a hero or. Obviously, because I can't die, so. Um, I don't know. Would you, go, would you go the God Emperor route? I might consider it. I mean, it's not like I have to pace myself. I mean, <laughs> I'll do that for a little while, get bored, and then go do something else. I totally would. <laughs> or or the opposite, like the, the pentultimate evil. You know, evil incarnate that just I can never die. So I just do just do evil things all day, every day. Everything is evil day. You know? I mean, you I, wear my, I, may, I wear my Hawaiian shirts to evil day. I don't think I would. I don't know that I would actually get bored of that. I don't know. And I, I'll reference to this game that you hate, uh, Undertale. <laughs> well, guys, that was a good podcast. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about some things I got to go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you get back here right now. Uh, no, the flower dude. Uh, he said that too. He was like, "Look, I got bored of being nice to everybody, so as an experiment, I'll just kill everybody, see what happens." And then that got boring too. So I really just don't know what to do anymore. Uh, my life sucks. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's endless possibilities, but so then, so then, what we would do if you were immortal and I was immortal, you would be the good guy and I'd be the bad guy, but we'd still be friends and we would constantly have our minions fucking killing each other all over the planet. Like a big ass ever ending chess battle. Yeah. 5d chess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. And then people would be like, be like, we finally have them on the road. So like, that's cute. You should go suicide attack something, you know, but it's like, there's no way we could win. Mm, I know. Right. If you want to win, if you want to win, you should do that though. <laughs> Your life is meaningless to me. <laughs> I've seen. I've been alive for ten thousand years. I don't give a fuck about you. I've seen ten people exactly like you, with the same looks and everything. 
<laughs> but th- that would suck because after a while, like, you know, you live long enough where, like, you start seeing, like, genetic lines repeating around you. Yeah. So then, like, you know, you, you start thinking, like, you know, you keep forgetting what year it is. Be like, like, haven't I seen you before? You end up turning into somebody's grandpa. <laughs> you know, you're sitting in, like, your lazy boy being like, you look familiar to me. <laughs> Didn't you give me pudding last Tuesday? <laughs> I don't think I'd be old like that. <laughs> No, but I mean, you'd have that old mentality where, like, you can't tell the difference between people anymore. <laughs> where, True. like, every every waiter looks the same. Yeah, they're just like they're just like from the neck down, it's just a uniform, and that's all you remember. <laughs> I think at that point, I mean, you've experienced so many different types of people and types of looks. I mean, because let's be honest, the genetic codes and DNA only have so many possibilities that. I mean, even at that point, you just can't identify with people anymore. You, you're not even a person yourself. It's, it, they're just fodder to 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 time, basically. Yeah, and you don't want to get close to anybody. Of course not. Because you're like, like, I will raise you as my own, and then you're like, you know, you're like, I went to sleep one day and I woke up, and then she was in a casket. Oh. Oh God! <laughs> every 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 fifty years, it's the same. See, that was pretty much the lesson of the first Highlander: don't get close to anybody if you're immortal, and because they become a liability. <laughs> exactly, and we also learned that it doesn't matter what year it is. Freddie Mercury is still fucking fantastic. Uh, yeah. Oh my God! Oh my God! That song. I would like. I would like if I was immortal. I would literally probably. I would live long enough and learn enough to leave the planet and then explore the universe and actually see things that I've never seen before. You know, because I mean, you could rather than like, you know, uh, you're for sure going to get there. Yeah. You know, I mean, like it, you, you wake up in cryo and you're like, oh, that's cool. Take some pictures and then go back. But you know, you just, the only thing that would suck though, if something goes wrong and the ship breaks apart, you're floating in space. <laughs> Fuck. Like, you, just, you just you just hope you like like you know like you like over the course of like the the five hundred thousand to a million years that it takes for you to literally bump like bump into something that has enough air for you to like revive on that you're not batshit crazy <laughs> a million years in space looking at literally nothing but stars and darkness and being in your own head and kill myself i, <laughs> I mean Ugh, fuck i'm back you would eventually latch onto a gravitational pull, and then eventually, <laughs> and it'll it'll likely be a, a gas giant, and you'll just be stuck in a gas giant forever. Like, oh, because that's so much better. Oh, Jupiter's calling my name. <laughs> can you imagine? Okay, so now, look, okay, can you imagine being the spacefaring crew? Let's just say humans, for the sake of example, okay. that goes to explore a gas giant. And there's a fucking dude in it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, you're like, boom. Hello. Boom, what the fuck? And he's, he's all outside. Boom. <laughs> boom. <laughs> the fucking side. Well, to be honest, I would prefer to be a gas giant. It would like more likely be a star but or a black hole. <laughs> yeah, but if you're can you imagine if you were immortal and like there was no physical nothing physically happened to you in a black hole and you went into it and you're like well this is what that looks like huh let me tell my people oh wait i can't <laughs> <laughs> you're like the exit's not getting any closer 
Okay, <laughs> if you were out in space and you're floating, you're if you're floating ad finitum and you did see a starcraft, would you, would you strike poses at it? Show my dick. <laughs> you just like whip your pants <laughs> off and you start cartwheeling. Look at my balls! <laughs> Don't act like you're not impressed. <laughs> you fucking, you get like right on the windshield, you're all. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> captain, Captain, this guy's rubbing his dick on the window. How did he get out there? What the, what's happening? <laughs> so it's clear that immortality will lead to space travel and lead to uh, you marooned in space at some point. Probably. I mean, look. I mean, if you're going out to explore the unknown, the likelihood would be high. Yeah. I mean, you would eventually have to do that because you'd be fucking bored. What else yeah. is out there? Yeah, I'd be like, I mean, that's whenever like I finally like reached my maximum limit on how many pranks I can play on 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 individual people or groups, and then I'd be like, I'm gonna go fuck with some aliens. Yeah, I mean. You know? See what they got going on. Learn their shit. Come back even more so, God. Oh, actually, I probably wouldn't come back. <laughs> I'd probably stay over there. I'd just conquer planets. How about that? Might as well become their gods. I would just want to be that guy who's responsible. Like, go get picked up by an alien race. Get taken to their homeworld. And then immediately sneeze on someone and be responsible for, like, the worldwide pandemic. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and just, like, stand there on the mountain of bodies and be like... It's pretty Are funny, you? though, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you assholes didn't see that coming. <laughs> oh, man. That's kind of like... kind of like what Vegeta did. Yeah. He was, he was kind of a dick. I mean, yeah. he went to that one planet, uh, planet Arlia, with the... It was inhabited by bug people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, eh, let's have some fun. Let's hang out for a while. So he hung out, he got captured, and and he fought in there, you know, uh, basically trial by combat, and ended up winning, obviously. And then he brought two lovers together. Oh, man, it was so magical. And then he's like, yeah, fuck this planet. Blows the whole fucking thing up and leaves. It was really depressing. <laughs> no, that's not depressing. That's some funny shit, dude. Like, that whole episode was like... But what was this even for? It was just for fun. It was just to show. This is just to show you how powerful Vegeta is. He's so powerful. The fuck everything. <laughs> the fuck blows up planets just because he feels like it. <laughs> Look, don't say it like you wouldn't do it. <laughs> Probably eventually, just to see how it feels. Like if you actually had like that capability, like the ability to literally rupture a planet, like from 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 end to end, you know, like Vegeta or or Frieza or whatever, and like you just go down, you're like having tea or the regional equivalent, and somebody's just like, you know, kicks your foot, and then they give you some kind of snarky comment, and you're like, nah, boom. <laughs> <laughs> you of you're one of three billion people on this planet. You fucked it up for everybody. Bye. That, that's what would be. That what would be funny. That like you'd have like a lot of like the um, the the religious fanatic types being like, you know, the end is nigh. It's because we're unrepentant sinners. And it's just like the jokes on them. It turns out that it was just some waiter who, for the third fucking time this week, forgot to bring you the salt that you asked for. Shouldn't you know, it be on it, the it's table? Like, God it's damn like, it! 
John Paul, I asked you three fucking times. You know what? Forget it. You're done. Everyone's done. Just everyone <laughs> dies. Bah! And then you just blow up the planet. But everyone's like, everyone's like, it's the end times. <laughs> you see, I think that's why there's no such thing as all powerful beings that can or world destroyers because it should have happened by now. It really should have. How many times have you gone through a fucking drive-through and they fuck up your order? I know if I were an all-powerful being. I would have blown this planet up a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I definitely vacillate between blowing up the planet and just grabbing him by the wrist and yanking him out of the drive-thru and just dragging him behind my car. <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of funny, too, because I don't know if anybody's gotten into Dragon Ball Super at all, but um, what's his name? Beerus. Yeah. The, He's awesome. He's, he's awesome. And it's like, I'm here to sample your foods. If I don't like it, I'll blow your fucking planet up. <laughs> so he, he goes to this one planet, and he kind of likes the food. He's like, you know what? It's not bad. I'll only blow up half of your planet. Which half do you want? And they're like, are you for real? I'm like, okay, I'll choose for you. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone needs to explain to this asshole how atmosphere works. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Like, you'll adapt. No, we won't. <laughs> no, not really. Not so much. Not fast enough. <laughs> you have the next five minutes to uh, completely change your physiology to live in space. <laughs> uh, well, never mind. You're done. And hopefully you uh, survive your planet turning into whatever it turns into when only half of it's around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At least but... we wouldn't have to worry about global warming anymore. <laughs> It'll be real cold soon. You're <laughs> <laughs> real cold real fast. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! We went on some tangents. That's not even tangents. That's all related to immortality. We could literally just talk about immortality for the next couple of days because there's the the fun part of immortality is just that there's really no limit to the things you would that you could do. And I love I love thinking about it, especially like the long, like the really long uh, haul. I guess pranks that you could pull, <laughs> you know. Like, like uh, taking a, just a picture of yourself, you know, <laughs> and then folding it up and then burying it underground in like this really ornate sarcophagus and then just leave it for like five fucking thousand years. And then archaeologists come by like 5,000 years from now and they dig it up and they're like, oh my God, what is this? It's some kind of religious reliquary. And they p- pick it up, they dig it up and you're all, <laughs> you know, they're like, what does that even mean? For Who the does walls. That? Yeah, or like <laughs> you go, you go to like where there's like a, a developing city, and you can look at it, and you have, you've lived long enough to look at a city and be like, this is going to be a huge metropolis one day, just because of where it's located. And then you buy a section of land right in the middle of it, and you put a small house on it, and you put like a whole bunch of different like legalese into it about how they can't build on it, nobody can get it, it's in a trust, etc. And then watch the city grow with this one little tiny piece of land in the middle of it that they can't get around or do anything with. And just watch the city planners lose their fucking minds trying to be like, how do we make the roads work? How do we make the roads work? This thing right in the fucking way. Or, or buy like a plot of land where like you look at it and be like, there's a bunch of minerals and stuff down here. And you buy the plot of land and then you just leave it forever and don't let anyone ever have it. Uh, <laughs> and just, just build a small house there. Wait till the metropolis grows. Then once it's like one of the biggest cities on the planet, destroy the house and build a big old statue of a dick. 
<laughs> just, <laughs> it's my yeah. land. I can do what I want. <laughs> yeah. For the lols. Or just like, just like bulldoze the house and then make, you know sell it out to be a landfill. Right in the middle of the metropolis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys have a nice buildings around here. Here's a pit full of dirty diapers. <laughs> you don't like it? Looks like you gotta move. Sorry. Yeah, you guys gotta get the fuck off my lawn. <laughs> yeah. This is the story of Mule's life. Get the fuck off my lawn. <laughs> I mean, really? Oh man. Here's a tangent. Speaking of which, getting off my lawn. Oh no, here we go. Them goddamn kids. Yeah, dude, those kids. I swear to God. I checked the footage the other day. Some some kid he throws his he throws his fucking frisbee up on my uh my roof over here. And I'm I'm laughing because that's funny to me. <laughs> and I look at the camera footage and he sees my camera, he looks at my camera, he's looking. And he flips off my camera. Oh, wow. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm like, I'm glad you lost your frisbee. Fuck you. <laughs> I'd just, like, I'd, I'd take it and I'd put it on top of your house and I'd mount it up there. You know, like, so it's like straight up and down so he can see it no matter where he's at. Light it on fire. <laughs> Make sure Ryan, he can see it as I put it up. Yeah. Brian says, being immortal means you can be even more unapologetically petty. And that's true. I think that is one hundred percent true, and I would do that nonstop. I would look for reasons to just fuck with people. Be like, I've been alive for ten thousand years. At this point, I can just do whatever the fuck I want to. You know, you're you're like you're like somebody's granddad who just doesn't care anymore. I think that's why, like in every uh, vampire-centric story, the fucking antediluvians or the really old-ass vampires are really just assholes. <laughs> like. Like, I mean, even in uh, True Blood, for example, the 3,000-year-old vampire, he's like, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. You guys can't touch me. <laughs> like, yeah. And I remember, like, a lot of the, the Vampire Hunter D stories where, like, the the vampires that are in there, they're, like, they're, like, 25,000 years old. And I'm like, what have you been doing? What have you been doing? Twenty five thousand years? I mean, that's a long fucking time. I mean, that's a long time. Like, because like you, like you know, like you said, three thousand year old vampire. That's a that's a long time to be alive. You know, a twenty five thousand year old vampire <laughs> who's literally just like, nah. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna build a castle. I don't know why. I just want to. I guess. I mean, it's whatever. And then people wonder why these vampires will just pick up like random girls and be like, I don't understand why her. It's like, why not her? I mean, like, fucking, fucking, I mean, this asshole's probably sitting in this chair and been like, I've been sitting in this chair for 200 years. I should probably do something, you know? It's like the entire world is your candy store. <laughs> it is. It is. You know, <laughs> you don't like the candy store? You just eat the, you eat the guy behind the counter. <laughs> And then all the candy. Stop you? Yeah. And then burn it down. Because why the fuck not? (laughs) Come out wearing his head like a hat and just look at the other people like they're crazy. (laughs) What? You wouldn't do the same? Right. And then you get arrested and the the judge sends you to life in prison and you got to be like, could you be more specific, please? (laughs) Mine or yours? Which one? If one of us goes out first, do I get out? You know? (laughs) The judge's lifetime. 
can you imagine being sentenced to life in prison and like you just lay there for for 300 years and be like can i get out now like this obviously isn't working you guys even remember why you jailed me in the first place it's like the the nations like like, like two nations have rise, risen and fallen since the time that you were in jail people just like they're like i don't know he's been in there forever we don't even know why <laughs> he's He's got a whole lot of money in his canteen account. He's got a mountain of cigarettes. <laughs> like, look, I made a bed out of cigarettes at this point. <laughs> you make like a little like like an insulated cabin of cigarettes inside of your little cell. <laughs> it's like you're playing the, the the World Series of Poker of inside prisons, and I've got nothing but cigarettes for days. Yep. I'll just go all in. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> it would be even greater too because then you start like you have a prison riot, some guy comes up and he shivs you in the neck, you bleed over the place, you uh, and you get back up and be like, dude, that wasn't cool. <laughs> I'd wait for a while and show up and in his sail and be oh, like I need to like, be like Why'd you do this to me? <laughs> you you should rethink your life. <laughs> That'd be fun. You could like fake being a zombie, like constantly. Like pretend like you had a heart attack. And then have like you know have your instructions be to just bury you, and so like they bury you and, and <laughs> you just you dig yourself out you, like during like the middle of of the little sermon. <laughs> no, guys, I'm just kidding. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean okay, you just posed a pretty good point. I think I'd have to be very good friends with people in the makeup and costume industry because obviously you're gonna be around for a while, so. You want to change your looks. It, I guess it depends on like on on what kind of immortal you are. I mean, like if you're like the get my head cut off and I die immortal, then then yeah. If you're the, it doesn't really matter what happens to me. I'm gonna live literally no matter what. Immortal, just be immortal. Be openly immortal. You know, don't even hide it. Be like, <laughs> I'm going to live forever. Dick Clark, <laughs> get used to this face because it's gonna be fucking everywhere. <laughs> I would love to like, or just disappear for like, like, like a whole bunch of time and show up randomly, like, uh, like a small town, like they they bury their time capsule, and then you just you you get in there and you yank everything out of the time capsule and you lay down in it, and you seal the time capsule with yourself in it, and they bury you, and then eighty years from now they dig up the time capsule and open the door and you're in there, <laughs> and people are like. That's Frank. It's Frank. I don't know where the fuck he was at for the last 80 years. We opened this goddamn thing and all of a sudden he's back. I mean, we thought he was lost to history. <laughs> like, well, goddamn, guys. It's about fucking time you opened that thing. I ran it. I ran ages. I ran an air in that thing fucking like almost like 79 and a half years ago. There's only so many Sudoku books I can fucking go through. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan says, be the immortal that shows up in the background for uh, of historic photos for hundreds of years. Like fucking Forrest Gump. <laughs> that would be awesome. But it, okay, so that would be something that would be worth that would be worth being an unknown immortal for. So like, and wear the same fucking suit every time. So that you know, like you, you wear the same suit, like the the dark sunglasses show, like Alien Landing. You're in the background. You know, President Assassinated. You're in the background. <laughs> just just everywhere, everywhere you can go. You gotta be really dedicated to that, though. I mean, you can't if fuck around. Immortal, if you're immortal, you have you can literally do nothing but be dedicated to it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it kind of cuts you off from doing all the other fun shit you want to do. You Until, gotta be. 
live with it. I mean, 300 years is a long time to do, like, you know, a lot of conspiracy theories. And then you can just stop doing it. And then people will freak the fuck out because they're like, are there no more significant events happening? You know, it's like so then like, you know, like some like some president gets assassinated or like or or, or, you know, like a a major uh, nation gets obliterated and you weren't in the picture. Well, this obviously wasn't that important then. Show up in and like super historical uh, important photos and then show up in shit that doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, like you should, like like a local school has a beehive like in the in the top corner and you're in the background. Or some kids birthday parties. Wait, no, yeah. that's a whole different kind of a you're like in the background. Like maybe we shouldn't do that. <laughs> awesome. Because then people are like, who's this kid? Why is he at his party? He's been around for 250 years. He's been in every other major event. Who is this kid? And then everyone starts investigating the kid, and the kid grows up like super fucking paranoid, and then you just get to sit back and just be like... <laughs> There's like a whole cult that just has like your picture. Like, it'd be great. Your picture is everywhere on some fucker's wall with a bunch of red yarn like all over the place trying to like track where you've been and what you're doing, and you have no pattern. You have no pattern because you don't you don't choose anything specific. You just show up everywhere. <laughs> you know, like I don't know if it's gonna be important or not. I just showed up. I just happened to be there. <laughs> yeah, know? dude. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, sky's the limit, really. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be fantastic. Okay, that would that would go on my list of shit to do then. <laughs> to to start an incidental conspiracy cult. <laughs> start a fight club, dude. <laughs> go to the the, every time that a new nation is founded, go to the signing, whether you're supposed to be there or not. So that whatever, like, they, they take the picture or do, like, the engravings or whatever, depending on how long it is and how far technology has slipped forward or backward, you're always going to show up. <laughs> Fantastic. You're, like, sitting there, like, that's, like, you know, like, the the 3,000 year from now, Ben Franklin's right there, and you're all... What's up? <laughs> Fuck yeah, guys. Right, there's my name. I'm just going to put John Dick Face. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to go ahead and uh, switch topics here. We've been on immortality for about 43 minutes, and that's all right. But in the meantime, this is kind of unorthodox on my part, but I'm going to play a little bit of music here. Uh Uh-oh. Frank, you're welcome to chat with the audience. Oh, I'll chat. I'll be back in I'll just chat. a moment. So, that being said, what? Oh, here it is. He doesn't know what he's doing. BRB. Oh my god, the things that I could do with immortality. I mean, truly, like, the, you know, he, he's not wrong. This guy is the limit. I, <laughs> the time capsule thing kills me. I would love to do the time capsule bit just because it would scare the Holy Living Christ that everybody that would be present. <laughs> but it would be so much fun just to, like, to find a cave and then to just stay in the cave for like 150 to 200 years and then just wait for some asshole to just like go spelunking and then he shows up and you look like one of the the fucking barrow whites from from skyrim 
You know, just have like like the ragtag pieces of shit armor all over the place, and be like, "What's up?" I'd give you cheese, but I don't have any. But for some reason, somebody will find some, and I don't know why. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> that you... Lovely Bunny says, that's my worst nightmare. I will never go spelunking now. So like, your worst nightmare is actually going into a cave and finding somebody who is who is still alive. Are we talking like Descent style or like uh, like an ancient Barrowite style? Because like, I mean, both are fucking terrifying. Unless you're just like some immortal asshole who just thinks shit's funny. Which would be me. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Freeze yourself in a giant block of ice and wait until someone finds you. <laughs> I wouldn't want to find Frank in a cave like that. No, I wouldn't want to find me in a cave either. Looks <laughs> like like you don't know what I've been up to. And that's the worst part. I'm a habitual prankster. I, uh... I didn't understand I didn't understand the descent as a movie. I've been I've been I've done quite a bit of spelunking and I didn't really I didn't really get it. Cause they're like, we can't find our way back out. How? I don't get it. level here is just unbelievable. Shut up, Frank. Why are you guys say those things? We were playing Speed of Light by yeah. Iron Maiden, an acoustic cover. Oh, if I was immortal, <laughs> I would wait long enough for a ton. Right? <laughs> Fuck you. I want to go spelunking, but I'm scared, like, of not knowing what could be there. That's that's the fun of spelunking, though, is that you don't know what's there. I've gone into rather massive caves and um, and canyons, and some of those things that you can find down there are really neat, like cave drawings and arrowheads and old pottery and shit like that. They're pretty neat. I mean, it it is terrifying, especially never like you have to go go down deep enough that you have to like use headlamps and crawl under a giant boulders the the biggest concern for me is usually uh i don't like laying down uh, i don't like laying down and then uh, having to shimmy on my back underneath like a rock that's about i don't know 500 tons and thinking trying not to think that i might go head first right into a snake that's something i don't enjoy i do not enjoy that at all i mean that wouldn't matter if you're immortal though that wouldn't matter if you were immortal it'd be the snake bites it and you're like son of a bitch and you just, you know, you eat the snake, obviously, <laughs> because it makes you more stronger. And then uh, and then you just die down there. <laughs> Lovely Bunny 89 says, oh, my cousin told me that he's been in areas where you have to push with your tires and pull with your fingers. Toes, toes, not tires. Oh, uh, yeah, that in um, if you ever get the opportunity, like it's a it's a fairly safe 
uh, I, I, I'm hesitant to call it spelunking, but it is cave exploration, sort of mammoth caves in Kentucky. There's a, uh, I guess you would call it like a, a beginner level of that where there's a, there's a regular, there's a regular trail and then there's a huge boulder and you can crawl underneath the boulder and that's what you have to do. You have to lay either face down or on your back and then you, you, you literally just inch along. It, it took, it takes a while. It's a, it's a fantastic way to develop uh, claustrophobia. <laughs> you 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 it's literally so close that you have to turn your head and lay completely flat and just like inch your way along with just like like flexing your heels and then your fingertips and it's a it's a good it's a good 50 or 60 feet you have to do that it's crazy no thank Look, you. I'm, yeah i'm not gonna lie it's not fun i if if you know if there was a cave if there was a fire in that cave I would just go ahead and burn at this point. <laughs> I did. I did it once, and I was like, "Yeah, I can't do that again. I'm done. I'm done with that. Don't Never like it." Never again. Never again. Regular, regular caves. I totally enjoy. All right. So our next topic is post-apocalyptic anarchy. So we kind of went over this a little bit in our previous episode of uh, Doomsday Preppers. Um, but that was more along the lines of what would you do to prepare for, obviously, doomsday or any kind of, any kind of apocalyptic scenario. Societal upheaval. Yes. This is more along the lines of what would you do, let's just say, a few months after, after, uh, the apocalypse has already happened. And we'll we'll define the apocalypse as breakdown of society, maybe a nuke or two went off somewhere, and people just there's anarchy now. People don't use money. Um, the government is no longer, and it's just people again. We're I guess we're in the uh, bartering stage of uh, development before currency becomes a thing. So, Frank, how would you handle that? <laughs> anarchy. I, I have to. I'd have to establish a tribe, and yeah. we would use. We would use currency. We would use the teeth of our enemies. <laughs> Be like, this bow is clearly worth four molars. <laughs> you fool! I would. I would. I would. I would. I would establish. I would establish a tribe, and this tribe would be like the raiding culture tribe and I would live on the coast and it would be like yield Vikings all over again. And all these people that are trying to set up their cute little fucking farms and shit like that. I would raid them. I would straight up raid them. I mean, eventually you'd run out of bullets and, and then it would just be axes and knives and clubs and shit. And it would just be fantastic. Well, honestly, there's only really two ways of life in that kind of society or universe world whatever you want to call it it's either stay as quiet as you can maybe form alliances with other towns and cultivate your own shit or go take those people's shit <laughs> i mean that's it one or the other it's a, it's funny because like i think that i think that now like as 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 modern cultures with all of our modern niceties that we have we we don't we don't take into consideration that it really was only a few hundred years ago that that's how life was normally. Yeah. Where like you didn't ha- like the, the lines are drawn in a map, but you didn't have the, the culture the, 
the universal culture of go along to get along. You had nations that were constantly vying for supremacy. So like really it's not, it wouldn't be all that different. It would just be like a slip of 300 years where you would have society that would be, you know, this colony and then this colony and then this colony. Take over dams. You have electricity. That's true. You could do that. Says lover, but, lovely bunny 89. Yeah. I, <laughs> I tend to be, like in, in my post-apocalypse scenarios, I tend to be like pretty pretty super old school. Like I said, I would go I would go the 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 old Viking route, where it'd be huts and it'd be fire and it'd be axes, and it would be blood wine. <laughs> I don't know. I think a, a society with electricity would be a lot better off. I mean, they did that in uh, the Stand. Um, they all kind of hung out around the area of Vegas and Boulder, Colorado. Right towards the end of the apocalypse, which that's right on the dam where all the electricity comes from. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they were really there was probably what like six hundred people left, maybe. There was like more. Than, there was more than that, but yeah, I mean, a small amount of number, small amount of people. Right. Um, there was really nobody else left on Earth. What What would you do? Huddle around a fucking dam. <laughs> I mean, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like it's an it's a and they and they were fortunate enough to have the people to actually be able to use it, you know, like that the people that actually could like get it running and then like and engineers then, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> That's what we call a Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> <laughs> Being a Viking would be fucking awesome, lovely bunny. Thank you. Fuck. Finally, somebody gets it. You'd so be. Like, you know. Hold on. Hold on. No. No. no stop it. I'm going to have my long ships go for it <laughs> and it's going to happen. All right. You know, you got your cute little community down there. You're adorable. You guys are all holding hands and trying to kumaya your way through the fucking apocalypse. Not with my guys around. You're not. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to take your, I'm going to take your fucking carrots. I'm going to take your fully organic carrots. I'm going to throw them on my long ship. I'm going to sink my ax all the way down to your fucking teeth. You know what I'm see, saying? See what I would say to, in rebuttal of that is you better get really fucking good at your ax throwing. Cause, uh, <laughs> People with guns trump you. The end. <laughs> not, not necessarily. You're not a really good shot when you're asleep. <laughs> I guess that's true. I mean, only raid at night. Get yourself a slick leather jacket, a barbed wire bat, <laughs> and a handful of yes men. That's what I'm talking about, Ryan. Yep. I I'm not gonna lie. I would be. It would be flat out Negan. I I would be Negan for sure. I mean, okay. Real talk here. References to The Walking Dead. Yeah, it had to become that eventually. It was like, oh, let's just venture out to find supplies. No, there was going to be a warrior tribe. There was going to be a tribe where their sole purpose is to take your shit, and they were going to be organized. I am really glad The Walking Dead has gone that direction because it needed to. It would naturally occur that that would happen. Vikings are very smart. Thank you very much. <laughs> Give me your shit, or I will kill you. <laughs> I. It's funny because we've had this. We've had this discussion. I told Neil we had this discussion at work a few times where the post-apocalypse comes up, and these guys. We're, we, we had this discussion uh, during the the podcast about preparation, where these guys are saying, you know, like, oh, I've got, you know, I've got. Uh, 10,000 rounds of ammunition and I've got I've got jars and canisters of food and and peanut butter and this and that and then they're telling me where they're all stored and they're like you know if whenever the uh, whenever the uh, whenever anarchy and society breaks down where are you going to go I'm going to go to your house 
well, that's for me and my family. Mm, that's fine. <laughs> and they're like, well, I mean, we don't have enough to share. I'm like, you don't have to share. You'll be dead because I'm <laughs> going to kill you. And then I'm going to take your stuff. Thanks for the information. More valuable. They're like, and, and they're like, they're like, well, I mean, like this stuff is, you know, just to help me and my family. I'm like, but luckily you'll all be dead. You so I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, so nobody I mean, worries, you know, <laughs> look, I got a, you know, I got a barbed wire bat and I'll slick my hair back and I will literally fuck you to death. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's I, am, I am that guy. I am that guy. I mean, like, like, like I need that stuff. No, I'm going to kill you for it. It's like here, you can either give it to me and go away empty handed or, or I'll just kill you. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe in letting, letting them go, especially whenever it's like, I've got all this stuff that I have to sort, organize, and try to get out of here. I'm going to be slow moving. I don't want you to try to come back, so I'm just going to kill you. (laughs) The only reason why I would let them go is because they will likely get more stuff. Then I'll go take that stuff too. Well then, you know. You got to have little worker bees out there, you know. Please. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> That's right. It's not theft if you kill the owners first. I don't believe in stealing. That you is just have to kill the owners, and then there's nobody's stuff. It's, it's technically right scavenging at that point. Yeah, it's scavenging if the owners are dead first. <laughs> look, 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 look. That old man. I gave him the medicine, but he had some cool stuff in his house, so I. Killed him while he was sleeping. It's not my fault. Okay. He so, had so many cans of cool stuff. So lovely bunny eighty nine says, I don't know. I'm too nice. I kn- I would have to find a man that's a badass to do what I couldn't think. Well, luckily, if you were living in the Walking Dead society, that would be Negan, and he'd be happy to accommodate you. I mean, their their group is called the Saviors. Their their uh, service they provide to people is they. They, uh, they're basically like the mafia. They handle your dirty work for you. Even though they will come and take your shit whether you like it or not. I mean... It's called tribute. Tribute. <laughs> Forced yeah. tribute. It's well, like, that's... here, I'm giving this to you. This The traditional tribute is I'm giving this to you because you make a well-run society. No. Forced tribute is <laughs> I'm taking this from you because I'm giving you a well-run society. That's that's sort of that's sort of right and sort of wrong because like the original tribute, well, it's more the original tribute that you're talking about is more like a tax. That's just something that like you know like Greco-Roman society sets up, and then you know I pay I pay X amount of dollars goods services because I get to be part of your empire, use your roads, etc. Because you have a well-built society. The other tribute tribute was established by the Golden Horde whenever they came across where they'd overthrow where they'd overtake villages and be like, we can kill all of you, or you can pay us in food and whatever. And then we'll leave, and you can keep your society intact and live your life just like normal. And if anyone attacks you, we kill all of them. And that that's what that's what they did. So, I mean, the, the saviors are basically like Golden Horde Mongolians, yeah. where they're like, you can live your lives day to day however you want to. But we're going to come back at the beginning of every month. If you don't have exactly what we said we're gonna have, that you were going to have, we're going to kill all of you. And then we're going to burn everything down, and then we'll find another village who'll do it. Hooray! Yeah, hooray! And they can shoot from horseback. That makes them cool. I mean, yeah, they're a little bit more advanced. They got the they got the muscle, so you gotta submit 
or you die. <laughs> oh man, I uh, like I would like to think myself as being more highbrow, but I know when push comes to shove, I would just be the I would be the meatiest the fucking barbed wire bat swinger in the planet. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, that is pretty low tech. <laughs> But it's so it's so gratifying, you know. And not only that, I mean, uh, the reason I mean I, I don't know if he I'm sure he gets a kick out of it, even though he claims not to. Um, but it's just intimidating, and that's all there is to it. You intimidate everybody to fall in line so that they do what you want them to do because they don't want to get the fucking bat to the skull. Right. He he needs to go one step further. He needs to be like humongous from Mad Max, you know, and just drive the truck that's got like the big cross on the front of it and just like crucify somebody on it and just drive that. <laughs> that's intimidating. You show up for your tribute and you've got like a, a truck full of people that have been crucified to the to the roof. I'm here for my stuff. You guys you guys want to ride or do I have my stuff? You know, I mean, I can give you a ride back to my place. That's terrible. <laughs> we come. We came. <laughs> Just walk away. Just walk away. <laughs> I've come for the gasoline. All right, so if we think about it, the only three post-apocalyptic anarchy societies that come to mind are Book of Eli, Fallout, and Mad Max. There's also The Road, but that kind of falls in line with Fallout because they were pretty much written... Fallout right. was written after the road, but but the the difference the difference is that are you talking about the road? Uh, you're talking about the one like um, the Vio Mortensen type one. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking of. Um, do you remember the Postman? No. Okay, Kevin Costner's Postman. I mean, okay. A, it's a bad movie. B, but it would be. Um, oh my God, Fist of the North Star would be so fucking funny. Oh my God, don't even don't even get me started on how fucking awesome the Fist of the North Star was. <laughs> but um. I was trying to thought. Postman was basically like it was like society has broken down. The United States is no longer basically a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. But then it starts to rebuild itself. But it's still all uh, like uh, <laughs> Bugman. <laughs> Stop it, right? I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to keep it together. <laughs> um, but it, it was. It was that like the society's broken down. The United States is no longer the United States, and everyone's fighting fighting for control of their own little territories. But then the United, the United States starts to reorganize itself and then come back. But it was a it was a post apocalyptic anarchy without the nuclear devastation. Everything okay. was like it was everything like was ecologically the same, so there wasn't an ecological impact. It was just a society stopped working. So like think think EMP, not you know nuclear. <laughs> okay. Makes sense. So no electricity, right? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. All I know is okay. So the Book of Eli that took place about what, like forty, fifty years after the apocalypse, and it was a nuclear apocalypse. At that point, they were bartering with cat oil. And <laughs> like uh, charging your batteries for your iPod and shit like that. I mean, I can see that being realistic, but at the same time, I can't really see a crazy uh, 
crazy man running around with a sharpened propeller, murdering people by the dozens. <laughs> this, this was nuclear, wasn't it? Like post nuclear? Yeah, and he said it was. He said it was. Well, that makes perfect sense. He said he's it was all enhanced. Thirty winters before the flash is what he said. I think, um, when he was talking about how it all went down. Go ahead. You are not so far fucking removed from history that you can say thirty-one fucking winters before the flash. <laughs> We're not talking about like a new season of Netflix is just coming out or something. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about like you. I mean, look, you're old. If you're old enough to have remembered when it happened, you have parents that are probably old enough or people around you that if you're still alive, if society's more or less like there are people still around, there's going to be plenty of people going to be like when the goddamn nukes went off 31 years ago. Yeah, you're not like I mean, it's not like. It's not like a nuke went off and everyone became, you know, like like separated uh, um, 1710s Indian tribes. It was many winters since the white men came. No, <laughs> it wasn't that. No, long you ago. know what the fuck it was. <laughs> you know, what I mean? like you know what the fuck happened. It was a goddamn nuke. Shut up! Don't fucking say shit. Like don't say shit. Like like it doesn't make you sound wise. Look, it just makes you sound like an idiot. I forgot how words work. All right. <laughs> Yeah, so like I saw I saw a flash. Fuck, my encyclopedia just went right out of my head. <laughs> I mean, I'm just done. I don't know. And then it's like he's like, "What is fingers? <laughs> How does eat?" <laughs> so what, like he so he was like 31 years since the flash, 31 winters since the flash. God, and the it's been thirty one winters since the flash. Busts open his craft beer, adjusts his hemp hat, horn rim glasses, and then just sits quietly. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> that makes me so mad. <laughs> Three tenths cold times before big light. Yet I still know how. <laughs> yet I still know how to operate an iPod. <laughs> Does he really have an iPod? He's got Please an iPod, and he's listening to <laughs> Al Green within the first fucking ten minutes of the movie. That's stupid as shit. <laughs> thirty-one winters for the fl- st- thirty-one winters since the Flash. I'm getting kind of tired of listening to all this stuff on my uh, my Nano. <laughs> can I get a laptop so I can fucking sync this shit? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I think this might need updates. I mean, what the? F- Look, I'm okay. You, you know, full disclosure, I've never seen the Book of Eli, so I, I don't know. I mean, but like, but by that one sentence, I would immediately hate this movie. It's got problems, but it's, it's I actually enjoy the movie. It, it's got definitely continuity things like such as that, but <laughs> is that a continuity thing? I just wish that somebody had written that and then like the director to look at the script and go, that's who the not, fuck wrote this? <laughs> that's not a thing. Let's let's adjust that. So it's actually realistic. Was that you? <laughs> Come here. Come here. Did you write 31 minutes before the flash? I'm going to punch you in the fucking nuts. <laughs> It's it's a pretty solid movie. Right? I mean, it's not the best, but shut up. All right, so Book of Eli. How about Fallout? How about Fallout? Which is one of my favorite games. I'd say top five. If if we're talking Fallout Three, New Vegas, not four, but um, story goes is there's a big old nuclear war. World War Three happened, and go ahead. It's the Flash. <laughs> the Flash. <laughs> the Flash, he's so fast. Um, he's so fast. But yeah, so basically, society actually still works after that. It re- rebuilds itself, and they start using bottle caps as currency. 
I would love if I could go into this with the with this type of sense of humor that I have and the knowledge I have right now, there would be something magical about walking into a brothel with a fucking dirty knapsack full of bottle caps and slamming that shit down the counter and be like, three bitches for bottle caps. <laughs> you know, like, I found a refrigerator. It's hookers and blow for everyone. <laughs> I mean, like, it would feel weird. Be like, you know, I'm like, I realize that, like, it's just as silly, you know, with using, like, gold as a currency. Where, you know, this rock is is just a rock. It's a representative of, of, of money, of wealth, sure. But, I mean, it's still just a, a fucking rock, you know, basically. It, it's just as weird to put that on the table and, like, you know, slide it across all meaningfully and then order a beer. But it's even sillier to take something that's, like, legitimately, like, a byproduct of something and or, or garbage and put it down on the table and be like, I want some food. I'm going to need change for that bottle cap, though. Well, <laughs> honestly, currency, I mean, think about it this way. Dollar bills are representative of, you know, the gold standard, right? Right. So there is gold in Fort Knox or wherever that, you know, you place a claim on with your dollar bill. Right. So bottle caps at that point are um, are rare, you know? They're a they're a baseless standard, though. Sure, sure. They're because, baseless. Okay, so but like, like the entirety of the fucking wasteland uses bottle caps as currency. Yeah. Why? Why? I mean, like, I don't. I, that's something about Fallout I've never understood. Where like a bottle cap becomes like becomes like my my unit measurement of wealth. It's extremely difficult and cumbersome to carry around a whole bunch of bottle caps. You ever walked around with a big, like a, an actual pocket full of bottle caps? They sure. stab me. They stab you a lot. <laughs> you reach into your pocket to get like a tissue, and you come out and you've got like you're, you're missing two fingers. <laughs> you know, like, like, I mean, they're dangerous just to have on you. And then like they're, they're dirty and they're gross, and someone's mouth's probably been on them. You know, I mean, you know that they have because like somebody pulls out them to get all the last bits of Nuka Cola. Nobody does that. Shut up! Look, somebody somebody people do me, Gross. but like, they, but then you you're taking it. You know, like I had a so then okay so then if you have a beer, let's say you have a beer and someone actually is able to bottle now, would they, or would it just be like they they drug up the casket from the cellar that's just all earth underground, and then now you get dirty beer that's been aged in the dirt, you know, <laughs> or I just I don't know I just. I don't understand why it's a it's an accepted measurement of wealth throughout the entirety of the fucking wasteland. Look, I don't understand why from from Washington to Vegas, the fucking bottle cap is the is the is the standard for money. Why? Who thought that up? Who one day was like he's like sitting in the bunker and going, huh, money. <laughs> <laughs> And like, and then okay, but is this person crazy? Because then, like, now he gets a fistful of bottle caps. He got just got done raining the 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 last of the beer, and now he's going to use this that he's just denied all his friends the last of the beer with as proof. I just drank all the beer. <laughs> I want more things, and I'm going to use this as currency because you're sad because you didn't get any more beer. So now you want this remnant and reminder of beer. <laughs> So that is so bad that you're willing to give me your last roll of toilet paper. <laughs> you know, I don't get it. I don't know why is a bottle cap. 
I would accept gold before bottle caps. I don't know. My my big question is why didn't somebody? I mean, they've they've got some type of sophistication <laughs> in their in their shit. Why didn't they just make a bottle cap manufacturing plant or something and make new bottle caps? Printing right. money like Obama. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Ryan says because the soda itself has value and the bottle caps can be reproduced since the technology has been destroyed. This is supposedly the explanation. I call horrible levels of bullshit. If you can make a fucking laser rifle out of garbage, a power suit, and all the things that the Brotherhood of Steel has, some motherfucker down there has probably definitely able to take a piece of tin and fold it over to be a fucking bottle cap. But then this gives us an even worse problem. What is the accepted standard... Of bottle cap, <laughs> like, is it is so like you have like right now we don't use we we don't really use the metal ones anymore. We mostly use plastic. Are plastic bottle caps worth half the price of the tin ones? Are they like your cheap change of bottle caps? No, one well, bottle cap is one bottle cap. Boom. Okay, okay. So one bottle cap was one bottle cap. So, but then there are different kinds of bottle caps. Do they have different levels of value? Is a beer bottle cap worth more than a Nuka Cola bottle cap? Nope. One bottle cap is one, one bottle cap. So one bottle cap is one bottle cap. So then there is no there is no interchangeable definition of money. So one bottle cap is one bottle cap. What if something's worth five hundred bottle caps? Do you have to have like a whole like Santa Claus sack full of bottle caps? Yes. <laughs> Over here, swing this shit down. Bam! You can't have like a C note of bottle caps. Yes. And that <laughs> even worse. How do you authenticate the bottle cap? Fuck that. No. <laughs> You're like, what if it's scratched up? Does it lose its value? Look. Don't what worry. if you can't be 100% sure that that was a bottle cap? Look, man, you're overthinking this shit. I'm bottle not caps. It. This bottle is a, caps. A post-apocalyptic thing. We are trying to discuss and and discern how we're going to live in in a post-apocalyptic society where we're talking about the measurement of currency. It's very relevant. <laughs> Look, no. They never ran into this problem into the game, so it wouldn't be a problem in real <laughs> life. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, here's another thing. If you have a laser rifle and you have power armor, and someone's like, you know, do you kill the guy who comes up to you and be like, I'll give you 600 bottle caps for your power armor. Do you just shoot him? That's, like, offensive. I know it's currency, but that's, like, offensive to me, you know? <laughs> I would shoot him and take his fucking bottle caps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and live like enough. a king. <laughs> I always loved in, in Fallout, where they have power armor laser guns and all that kind of shit. But then there's always that asshole in the Brotherhood that has like a crowbar or a like a like a pipe. <laughs> yeah. A weapon. I'm like, I'm like what, do you, what do you like? What do you like an initiate? You know, <laughs> you're, no. not, you're not you're not you're not like like the, the you're not paladin enough yet. You have to like use like a fucking pipe because <laughs> like, it's always like guys got all this like heavy automatic weaponry. And then you got like, you know, like Jeff in the back. <laughs> no, he's just one sick motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking wailing on the superhuman cycle. Superhuman's like, "Fucking stop!" It's just like the Joker said in "Fucking The Dark Knight." He's like, "Guns are too easy. You, you got to use the the knife. It's the you can't really savor the little bits of murder. <laughs> That's why you use a pipe instead of a laser rifle." Yeah, so I would definitely ask the Joker then, would you really want to savor the moment 
whenever a death claw is li- ripping you limb from limb. If a death claw is running at you and you're like, nah, I want to use the pipe because I want to save the little things. Like when my viscera comes out of my body and it's getting thrown 30 yards to the left and right. You know, I want to hold onto this pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely Bunny 89 says, who would want to carry a few hundred bottle caps? Wouldn't that get too heavy while you're carrying around guns and stuff? Look, no, it only really matters if you decided to uh, pick normal mode instead of survival mode. Because in survival mode, bottle caps have weight. But if you're playing, I mean living in real life, normal mode, bottle caps don't weigh anything. <sighs> Look, I don't understand. And like, there has to be some kind of like, there has to be some kind of banking system. <laughs> if you're going to have a currency, you have to have a banking system. And like, you can't be like, it needs to be like this note is worth a hundred bottle caps, you know? Oh my God! Like <laughs> so, like, but then, but then you think about it. Think about it this way. So then, there's a there's a bank somewhere in Fallout that's got a fucking room that is just wall to wall bottle caps, <laughs> excruciating ducky in style. You know, there's like a clock tower somewhere just full of fucking bottle caps. How do you make withdrawals? It just got like a little shoot. You just open it up and get a little sack. <laughs> Why is the bottle cap money? <laughs> I don't understand. What would actually be worthwhile in a post-apocalyptic wasteland? Water. Obviously. Right, Water. I mean, like, are we talking? Are we like? I guess we have to. We'd have to define what the what our post-apocalypse is. Like, what the environment's like. I mean, honestly, no matter what, whether it be societal collapse or a nuke, or I mean, a nuke would cause that. But um, I don't know. Government breakdown and anarchy. Let's 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 do that. That seems like the so most we'll, likely. We'll, we'll say we'll say ecologically still intact. Yeah, ecologically still intact. Things are still working, but the government just crashed. And we're a lawless society at this point. Ryan says, what about the game Wasted, which is an awesome game, by the way, where the currency is toilet paper? That That's, is valuable. That is very valuable. I, I would say that the, th- the only reason why I would be hesitant to use toilet paper as a currency is the obvious reason. The more you have it, the more you want to use it, and the more other people are going to need it. You're gonna fucking double dip when you're running diarrhea, dude. You I use mean, one side and then use the other side. <laughs> no, I mean you're you gonna use you can use double the amount because it's softer and it's not gonna tear up your b hole. Pine cones. <laughs> Even worse. No. I mean, because eventually your digestive system is gonna have to adapt to this terrible diet that you have now of scavenged canned foods and I don't know. Cactus. <laughs> so I, I I would not live in the desert. First of all, but my first my first order of business would be to not be in the desert. And if you are in the desert, relocate. <laughs> yeah, I mean that would be like a mad rush out of the desert into the higher the higher areas where there's gonna be more food, more water, and and you know like Lovely Bunny eighty nine says renewable food source like vegetables. Uh, yes, I think seeds would probably be more valuable than the vegetables themselves because then then if you have like enough seeds you can trade those for a lot more they become a lot more valuable than the actual vegetable because then you can propagate more food 
with the more vegetables with more vegetable seeds you have because you get seeds then you make the vegetables and then you get you keep some for food then you use the rest of them for a seed or or seeds are delicious uh no and if you plant a seed in your belly it'll grow food and you don't have to worry about eating for a while in your belly the only reason why I'm saying this is because I remember a part uh, this was from Chrono Trigger if you ever played that game when you go far into the future after society has already collapsed post-apocalyptic like the whole there's a big old quest where you beat this like mechanized robot that has gone crazy and behind it is the food storage uh, refrigeration unit everything's rotted but there's a there's a pouch of seeds left, and you're like, cool. I guess that's something. And you're from the past. You don't get fucking care. Your belly's full. <laughs> you go back to the society that's all a bunch of fucking literally like hobos at that point, because they haven't eaten and they're sustaining themselves off of I don't know dirt. But you're like, look what we brought back, seeds. And the fuck fucking guy's like, is that edible? Can we eat that? now <laughs> oh, fuck that where's the food <laughs> it's like this will take a while this will take months for it to produce any kind of real food but in the meantime starve to death <laughs> I think that like seed seeds and, and would be only I guess then the seeds would only be valuable to to an attempted community you know what I'm saying because like an individual could probably give two shits about seeds they want something like immediately and they want something that they can essentially carry. And it's, it seeds would only be really good for like, if you actually have like a group of people who can constantly like work with and maintain in order to produce, but I still think seeds would be a good, a good uh, actual system of uh, uh, not, I guess not currency because that would go back to being bartering, sure. you know, like I will give you 30 seeds for that rifle which would depreciate the, the the rifle would depreciate in value faster than the seeds. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's not re- the rifle is not renewable. Lovely Bunny says, "I'm getting hungry." <laughs> that's my secret. I'm always hungry. That's why I'm fucking amazingly fat. Me too. <laughs> I would not. I would not function well in a society that you know, like we don't have any power. What do you mean I can't go to Whataburger? <laughs> I would literally eat everything in my fridge right now. If I want to <laughs> store for the winter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go hibernate if it weren't for the fact that I'm a fat fuck. I mean. <laughs> wake me up, wake me up when the government's reestablished. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna live off this food for the season. Yeah. Neil Neil turns into a literal bear man. <laughs> but he doesn't go any further than his lawn, so like, you know, the poor people who like wander into his lawn looking for food and whatever he comes up, oh just bear paws on <laughs> The only, the only language he knows, the only thing he can speak anymore is get off my lawn. <laughs> Goddamn kids. <laughs> Goddamn kids on my lawn. Oh. Alright, so in the scenario of Mad Max, the most valuable currency there is gasoline. Is it not? Or is it water? Uh, It's kind of interchangeable, but for the most part, in, in bartering, they use, uh, they use gasoline. 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 And they do have, uh, but they do have a um, a really uh, the the newest Mad Max showed that they have a a, a deep culture of um, 
inter interpersonal witnessing. You know, <laughs> witness me. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there. Yeah, I'd be a professional witnesser. I would just ride around and like every time somebody does something stupid, I'd just be like, "Witness for sure, bro." Lovely Bunny eighty nine says, "I think it would be more like certain people with certain jobs, farmers, blacksmiths, etc. And bartering would definitely be a thing again. Yeah, bartering is absolutely a thing. I mean, when you have no currency, bartering is it. I mean, bartering comes before currency. It's I'll give you a fucking live chicken for I don't know some uh, clothes. <laughs> yeah, this is the only thing that sucks about bartering is that like it depends. Like the the value is specifically derived from from the things that are." to trade so i mean like you could you could literally get the clothes off your back and the guy might maybe give you a quarter of a sandwich right maybe and that's the thing is like okay so if you've been following walking dead at all um what's his face eugene has become a certified fucking gunsmith now uh he makes bullets and he made a single bullet for rosita to kill negan with and she failed because she's bad and she should go away because she's one of the worst characters on the show. But Negan found out he's a gunsmith. And he's like, you're my bestie now. Come on over to my society and you're going to make bullets for me. Yeah, absolutely. Like Having a skill like that is super important. You're going to be worth more than any food or anything they have in their society if you can continue <clears throat> to produce stuff like that. I mean, like when he when he got shot at by Rosita and he saw that that shit was homemade, he's like, "Oh my god, which one of you made this? I don't even really care that much. You tried to fucking kill me. <laughs> I want that guy." Making bullets is easy if you have the equipment to do it with. I think that what he's talking, I haven't seen it, but I think what he's talking about is he actually like rolled the uh, the bullets out of uh, probably what like uh, loose lead. Probably. Like, or did he? Did he actually take like? Um, did he actually make like full metal jackets and and primer and powder and everything? Because if that if that's the case, then that is easy as long as he has the materials for it. it was but primitive. if he's actually like le legit, make okay, so it's brand new. So he like he like literally rolled it. No, it was pretty primitive, and they just so happened to stumble across a fucking factory. <laughs> oh, so so he's like he's got the. Yep. The bullet press. Oh, yep. so yeah, okay, that's that's not that big of a deal then. I, I was gonna give him a whole bunch of credit for having like really kind of cool skills, but no, I take it back. Because you can do that in your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can cook up some shit in your cast iron skillet. Yeah, roll the bullets. I mean, uh, they did that did you watch The Patriot? I hope so. It's if you live in America, you have to have, if you live in America, you pretty much have watched The Patriot. It's required. I think I've uh in the multiple viewings I've seen it cumulat cumulatively all in you know. A little bit of beginning, a little bit of the end, a little bit of between. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. Okay, but at one point, <laughs> he he melts down his son's little lead figures and makes them into bullets. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty that's awesome. cool. Well, Lovely Bunny says that she has made her own bullets. He has made her own bullets. Sorry, whatever. Either or. Either or. You have made your own bullets. They're fun. It's fun to do. Um, what if you? Okay, I'm not a gun nut, but what if you fuck up the and you jam your shit? I mean. What? Throw it away. But then you gotta fucking unlodge that dead bullet in your gun. No, just throw it away. I mean, you could you could pull you could pull it apart. That's not that hard. Okay. You just have to not. You have to just be careful to not uh, hit the uh, uh, the primer that's in there. Oh. 
But really, it's not that hard to remove it. I mean, you just get like a pair of pliers and just yank it out. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. cool. But I mean, like the thing about like having like a skill, like in a post-apocalyptic society, the thing about having like a skill, like a blacksmith, farmer, etc. Everybody would have to have a job, but like the more the more specific industry type job, like let's say like a blacksmith who actually makes tools for everyone. In this case, he would be like top rung ladder trader. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> I felt really bad for a second. But the, so then like. But like a top rung, a top rung trader, like a blacksmith who makes specific, like complicated objects for a group would make it so that uh, they would be mm, it could go one of two ways, depending on the society. So like you could either be living at large like a king and be you know invaluable or you would be basically a slave and it would be you make these things and you make them quickly. Or I'm going to cut your legs off. Right. So you you know like it would be in a in an ideal society. They're treated well. <laughs> Realistically, probably not. Yeah, I mean, if you're in a society like that and you have a uh, leader who leads by fear, which is usually how it works in those kind of societies, yeah, you're not treated well. It's either do this or I'll fucking kill you and your family and everybody you've ever loved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It would be it would be ideal. It would be neat to see in a post-apocalyptic society where you have a lot of people coming together, like Arthurian style. You know, where like you have a, a charismatic, just leader that makes like a huge society. Because then it would be like a state forming all over again, versus you know this small coalition of assholes that want to take everything in the area. You know, goes from being tribal to actually being like having an actual political system. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's uh, lovely bunny 89 says, if this kind of thing happened, there would be a lot of deaths and looting for a while. Um, yeah, that's typically how anarchy, anarchy begins. I mean, when the rule of law is no more, looting is the first thing to happen. It's basically a mad dash for resources. Because... One of two things happens. One, hey, I want to get free shit. So when shit restabilizes, I got it for nothing. Or two, I want to get a bunch of shit because if this continues to happen and we have no more law, I want to be the hottest motherfucker on the block. (laughs) And I want to be able to sustain myself for a while. So either or, looting will happen. Looting looting will for sure happen. The the one thing that you could take away that nobody is going to go loot. And the one thing that I would suggest would be like a first stop would be the library. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, because I mean, yeah. like, you know, you're, you're all your electronics are going to fail, but if you go to the library and hit like a lot of stuff for like agricultural, agricultural, herbiculture, and, and a lot of the, um, for books or flora fauna things you can, can't eat, especially in the area that you're either living in or you're going to live in, you're going to want a lot of that. So, yeah. I mean, like, there will be tons of looting, but the first thing that you do is you get that, get all of the shit that you have, get your family, and then you leave. Get away from society. Let them burn themselves out for a while. And then come back and kind of be like, so how's it going now? <laughs> you know, like, do we have law again or not? Or what are we doing? Are we burning people at the stake over there because uh, somebody sneezed and didn't say God bless you? or? <laughs> 
Yeah, man, you, you gotta get that entire collection of the For Dummies books. Yeah. I mean, a quick tutorial on how to start a plantation. I don't know. I mean... Wow. What? <laughs> You're the one taking it there, not me. I said plantation. <laughs> you gonna start a plantation with one family? That's called a farm, you fuckwit. A plantation is like tons of acres. I mean, like, you wanna try to be low-key. You don't be down there, like, like clearing out like fucking like 600 acres of land and being like ah that's my homestead (laughs) (laughs) you know like might as well just get a big fucking bonfire and be like throwing fucking cans of food in there and be like everyone come get some (laughs) look even even a farm would be kind of unrealistic Oh, totally unrealistic. That's you, what I'm saying. You don't. I mean, like, you don't even want like if you're gonna do anything, you want to have like a small, but you want to have like a small building for you and your family. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I said. I know that's what you said. You racist motherfucker. <laughs> no, it's not even that. No. But then, like, so, but then, like, you have like a small farm. It's like a small hold farm where, like, you you can have just like your building, and then you have like, you know, a sustainable small garden. Where it would be like just like a ton of, of like, I guess like potatoes mostly because that's that, that they'll never fucking die. Yeah, it's easy and you can put them in anything. I think it would be more ideal to have greenhouses, like itty bitty greenhouses for your little situation, you know, like little little tents for your family. I mean, you're not gonna mass distribute this shit. What? You want your family to live in a greenhouse? No, next to your house. You have a little house, and then you have a little, little, little crops and little, little itty bitty greenhouses. Here's the thing: I mean, if you're trying to like avoid attention, having like an actual, like not a non greenhouse farm, because then you can like you can make your little furrows, plant your plant your uh, potato seeds or whatever, and then just throw like leaves and shit on top of it. But if you have like greenhouses, you're like people live near here. <laughs> People made this fucking thing. I know it. I've seen these things before. Let's it's go. made of plastic and wood. Let's go. Let's go take their shit. <laughs> I got a metal. I got a bat with a whole bunch of barbed wire on it. It's got that motherfucker's name on it. <laughs> I don't know why I became like a 1930s war correspondent. <laughs> that's sorry. your. That's your default. Like, you know, not you <laughs> <Okay>, voice. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, my default non-me voice is New Jerseyan. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, it's nineteen thirty. For some reason, the apocalypse has happened. We're gonna go over there and start a plantation. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's. Pr- I mean, that that's pretty much. Let's sum it up in in terms of post-apocalyptic anarchy. Don't hang out with Neil. Don't hang out with me. I'm fun to hang out with. Come over here, baby. If the apocalypse happens, don't hang out with Neil. He will die. Why would I die? He wants greenhouses and plantations. (laughs) Makes no sense. Look, just because I can't word... (laughs) Just because I can't word doesn't mean I'm not organized. I am smart. (laughs) (laughs) Bottom line is don't hoard your bottle caps. Because they're not going to be a real thing. Because not even Santa Claus has that kind of upper body strength. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be dragging a fucking wagon full of bottle caps to go. Now now it all makes sense. 
Now it all makes sense why he says ho ho ho. He's not he's not ho ho ho. He's ho <laughs> ho. <laughs> he just threw something. Rule number two: Be Frank's friend, or he will kill you. Now you set a booby trap. He won't ever see it coming. Claymore mine. <laughs> They're easy to see. Stop. Stop it. Not if it's above you. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> the fricassee. Um, obviously, uh, information is key. If somebody says they're going to have a whole bunch of shit, we're going to have a bunker, we're going <laughs> to have food for months. Cool, where do you live? <laughs> Go there and wait till they fall asleep. Sure, yeah. they'll have lookouts, but he'll fall asleep too. You kill him first. No, you just go over there and be like, be like, man, I got all these cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do some trading. Bayonet to the face. <laughs> you gotta, but you gotta, you gotta be impressive whenever you do it. You know, you can't just, you should like, you can't just like stab in their sleep. You gotta do it all like Jason Voorhees style. You know, kicking the door and just start whacking people with a fucking machete. <laughs> <laughs> That kind of uh, eliminates the element of surprise there. No, because then you, you you take the lookout and you wear his face. <laughs> Would you fuck me? <laughs> I'd fuck and then me. you kick in the door and they're like they're like John. <laughs> but you're not John. You're not John at all. That's the secret. Like you look like John, but you're like three feet taller. <laughs> Why is John only three feet tall to begin with? <laughs> Perfect lookout. <laughs> okay. The important part. The important part is the establishment of Mordor, Obviously. and then everything else falls into place after that. And then you can create an army of Rurukai just by like planting them. I guess I don't know. Like Saruman. No, Saruman no. is like, hey, look, let's create an army real quick. Dig them out of the ground. <laughs> they like potatoes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You plant, you plant enough evil, and eventually you can pull it out of there. <laughs> it's like let's plant some Cybermen right here, real quick. Oh, we got an army now. <laughs> Brian, your eye and is pretty fucked up. Oh, me, blah yeah, me, right? There's something wrong with you. I don't know. There's something wrong with your brain. I just wish that. I wish that. Did you try praying it away? <laughs> One of many things. <laughs> All right, so let's move on. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> um, before we move on to our last topic, let's uh, do a quick read of our, not really our sponsor, but our affiliate. Uh, Blueberry.com. Blueberry.com, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. That's blueberry without the E's. They are a service specifically for podcasts. Um, they host your podcast and they give you all the analytics you might need. Um, so if you're starting up and you want to do what we're doing, it would be a great idea to start with them. We currently use SoundCloud, but if I would have known about Blueberry beforehand, we would have used them in a heartbeat. A little bit more pricey, but you get the full attention you need as a podcaster. They um, they even offer, like, coaching sessions. So, like, if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, you can uh, pay them a little bit more money, and they'll say, hey, this is how you be a podcaster. Like, 
hey, first of all, you're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, oh. And if we weren't so cheap, we'd probably pay them because... Why, so we, they can tell me I'm not funny? Because we're, we're not good at <laughs> podcasting. But yeah, if you go on there um, and uh, www.blueberry.com, that's blueberry without the ease, and you put in promo code dastardly, you'll get uh, one month of free hosting. So you can try it out and see if you like it. And, you know, if you don't, leave. But give it a try if you want to do this kind of thing. Yay! Yay! First of all, I'd like to thank Neil for explaining the, the, the way blueberry is pronounced. Because otherwise I would have continued to call it blubbery. Blubbery. <laughs> <laughs> he, he linked it to me and I was, I was like, blubbery.com. <laughs> Never even entered my mind it was blueberry. It's blubbery. Period. I just... We've... We've done at least four podcasts where I fucking pronounced it. <laughs> I know, but I just, I don't know, it gets never stuck in my head. He's just like, for blueberry.com, and I'm like, like hmm? hmm? Blueberry? Is that the same what? thing? I was like, is it is this, is this a new affiliate? He says, no, it's the one we've, we've been talking about. I'm like, I, thought that, I thought that was blubbery. <laughs> I've been calling it blubbery for like the last three weeks. <laughs> All right. Sorry, guys. So, our last topic is about bias. And it's a very vague topic, but we'll try not to get overly political with it, but it will get into politics a little bit. Um, bias, in general, we've noticed is... It's a, it's a hard thing to break. Even, even on my end, even on Frank's end, it, it's really hard to not be biased to something, whether it be a political view or just... I prefer PC over console without hard fucking data and somebody close by convincing you otherwise. Like, for example, you know, the PS4 came out. They say PS4 is the next best thing and you should go buy one. Why would I want to go buy one when I have a badass PC? Well, it's got all these cool things. But it's limited at 30 frames per second. Fuck it, I don't want PS4. It's, it's dog shit. I got my awesome PC. You know, I mean, that's one example of it. But once you have a bias on something, it is like pulling teeth to get you to see the other side. Unfortunately. Um, I think we all do it. I am definitely guilty of it. But there are some people, a lot of people, that do it and don't give a fuck. And I think that's a very huge problem nowadays, is that they are unwilling to hear the other side because they're so fucking biased. What do you think, Frank? I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think that a lot of people, like, they, 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 if they have a position that they, they feel a comfort level in, they'll dig their heels in. There's nothing that you can do to change their mind. Uh, I I don't know what I have a bias in. I'm sure that I probably have a ton of them because I'm extremely opinionated and I also uncharacteristically stubborn. Oh, I I, I do not like I I I don't like I only like Harley Harley motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Frank is a Harley man, as you can tell by his bandana. That he spent what thirty bucks on? <laughs> look, look, shut up. <laughs> Harley, the only name in motorcycles. I mean, you're not wrong. Except it's like 
really fucking expensive. So HD stands for hundred dollar. <laughs> every time you walk, every time you walk in the door, hundred dollar. Like, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't mind a Yamaha or a Ninja. Oh, oh, I've done it. I've done it now. <laughs> He's so mad right now. I wouldn't mind a crowd rocket to be honest. To be honest, I mean they're so, so uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. I but I, know. I'm also I'm also tall, so that was my that was my problem. Whenever uh, I I rode the the Harley 500 and it's a it's a sportier one and it had the mid range control, so like right underneath the seat, and it was, so like it's a lot like you lean forward into it a lot like the um the Ninja, and I'm like like ah nah. I just I can't. I'm just like my like my hips cramped up and my like my back hurt. It was terrible. You poor thing. I know. I'm also old and fat. So honestly, I I think the only reason why I don't own a crotch rocket is because um I want to live. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be dead now if I had a ninja or a fucking Yamaha fucking crotch rocket. I I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I'd be dead. Especially in this shitty traffic here in Tulsa with these <laughs> shitty drivers. You're like you're like, how fast can this thing go? A million. <laughs> the speed of light. <laughs> like, <"What?"> <laughs> Let's do a wheelie. <laughs> oh my 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 brother in law, he was going to San Diego before he went to Japan and, and he him and his wife took a picture of this guy that was doing a doing a wheelie on the highway next to him he just had like a, a a closed face helmet on and he kept popping it up and he was trying to like stand on the the back spokes where like the passenger stands yeah and and the he looked down and he revved it so the the tire kicked in and it threw the bike like underneath of it and he went face first pow right into the fucking pavement at like 80 miles an hour uh. <laughs> How how far would you go sliding at that point? I would I would guess at least three hundred feet. <laughs> he uh well I mean like cause you start to roll so like it really kind of breaks a lot of your uh, bones. <laughs> well bones, but it also breaks like a lot of the speed that you're going in. Momentum, so like you know yeah. you hit and then it kind of like really tapers off. So like you don't go that far if you're sliding. It's usually because you know you're lucky, and well depending on like what you're wearing. Like if you have like the art, your armored shit that you should be riding, wearing, you can slide, and a lot of times you can avoid major injury. We should talk about bias. I'm sorry, I didn't mean <laughs> to get talking about motorcycles. I'll stop. <laughs> what typically happens when somebody's overly biased? Man, you can't say anything to them. Anything. Be like, I prefer. I prefer uh, Virginia Slims over Marlboro. You might as well. You might as well bust out knives. La 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 la. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. That's garbage. <laughs> I think what what typically happens, even to the more reasonable people that still don't have an open mind, is that they encourage downplaying important details and promoting smaller smaller details in order to win the argument mm -hmm. so like let's just say for example the election okay oh well hillary's emails yeah but trump's a rapist no 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 he just went into a locker room no big deal <laughs> like, like I, I see that happening all the time and it's not just politics it's just um 
it's anything. It's like you 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 want to you want to be right and you want to win the argument, even if you've made a really fucking stupid decision. Like you bought something pre-ordered, for example, and it's just a hot pile of garbage. <laughs> but you're like, shit, I've made a terrible decision. But no, wait, you know what? It's not so bad. No, it's bad. It's it's not so bad. Let let me tell my friends to get in on this. <laughs> that's called doubling down i mean like it's doubling down like if you sure. if you if you buy something and it's shitty you know that's like whenever i whenever i bought um i bought battlefield hardline and and i played it i played it for a couple of days and then kyle was like how's that new battlefield i'm like dude don't buy it, it's garbage just don't just don't do it don't don't go down this path it's no good i mean like i i'm i am literally the guy that like i will yes it yeah. love you bunny says like with no man's sky no man's sky is a perfect fucking example i mean the hype train was woo woo, and everybody's <laughs> like oh my god this game is the best and they're all like you know they're handing out they're showering the crowds with golden tickets to no man's sky on the hype train and then you get on and you realize that there are no seats <laughs> there are no seats in the hype train no there's seats it's they're just all you know loaded with dildos that you have to sit on or, or there's no seats, and there's just a bunch of guys that stand in there that are staring at you with leering eyes and heavy breathing. <laughs> Please, God, no. Fully erect. <laughs> Please, God, no. I've heard that they put a light in that game to make it more palatable, but I don't think that i even going to give it a shot. Yeah, I mean, the reception, the, the, the treatment of the, the community, I don't. there's nothing they can do at this point. They but, need but to it, run away and rebrand their shit. <laughs> It is creepy. It's the No Man's Sky creep train. <laughs> I I just can't see these beautiful views, but it's a long ride and there ain't much to do. That Except, is an excellent that is an excellent allegory for the there, No Man's Sky. There ain't much to do except you. <laughs> <laughs> ain't much to do except for look at it and go, I paid for this. <laughs> Why did I do this? Can I get my money back? No I mean, refunds. It's, it's literally like it's literally like having somebody paying somebody to just like hit you with a stick. <laughs> You're like, I don't like this. I'd like to stop, but I paid for it. So I should probably keep going, you know? Yeah. I mean, not only that, like when, when your friends, like for example, are asking you, Hey, how's that new game going that you just bought? And for fear of ridicule, you're like, Oh, it's great. I fucking hate it. But may, maybe, Maybe it's better if you guys play with me. <laughs> Buy the game. <laughs> that's, the, that's the worst part. I mean, like, all, all games are more fun with friends, regardless of how of how shitty they are. And, and I mean, just like, mm, mother. You know, if your game is garbage to begin with, you probably shouldn't try to subject your friends to it. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, 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 that's not cool. That's the honorable thing to do, but when you're sitting there fucking pumping your chest saying, hey... This is going to be the best game ever. I already pre-ordered it. And then you're already balls deep in it. And you're like, god damn, this game is shit. But I don't want to seem like an idiot. I never do that. Neither do I. I know I, some I people don't. do. I mean, like, I, I just don't. I, I, if I, if, you know, I'll be the first one. I'll be like, you know, I, I'll buy it. Okay, no, look. Okay, look. No, we knew that game was shit. I didn't try to get you to buy it. I just keep putting it in your stuff. <laughs> What is real war, Ryan? What is that? Tell me, tell me, Frank. What is real war? 
Real War is a uh, it's an RTS that came out fucking years ago, and um, it uh, it has Arlie Ermey as the narrator. Yeah, he just like you know, he's like unit built, unit built. And it's just it's awful, and like it, it, the game is is literal hot garbage, and um, it, it it's just it's the worst piece of shit. And then uh, so it's so bad that for for years now, Ryan and I have. Uh, been sticking it in our stuff like <laughs> i'll go visit him in another state and whenever he goes to the bathroom i'll take it and i'll slide it onto like his his cd rack with all his albums and stuff and then like a couple months ago by he'll be like motherfucker and then he'll come visit me and then like you know he'll be like i gotta go to the bathroom and then i'm changing out towels or whatever and i i take the towels out and real wars underneath my towels and he's already like six states away <laughs> It's been. We figure that whoever ends up with it, whenever we die, we have to be buried with it. <laughs> That's a pretty fun game. Oh, it looks like he's looking for it. What is he doing? Yeah, I know that I've got it here somewhere. Look, I believe you. <laughs> I know. I was just trying to see if I could find it. <laughs> oh man, he's gonna break out the the guitar like Jimmy Fallon. No, Adam Sandler. Back there. <laughs> Nope, I don't know where it is anymore. All right. It's gone. It's moving on. <laughs> like, okay, so what are the dangers of a bias, obviously? I mean, being a fucking idiot. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, in today's world, like, I think it's, it's like, supporting, like, like, team mentality, for example. Like, it's okay if it's a fucking football team. If you're supporting a team, like, I don't know, the Jets, I mean, you know... <laughs> You know that, you know that they're gonna have a tough time. I mean, you you're already knowing, going into everything that they've had a, a long run of uh, failures, but but one day, w- one season, they're gonna do well. He's going there, dude. He's going there right now. But He's that's okay. There. I mean, even if you're totally wrong, you're saying, you know what, the Browns. They're gonna have their, you know, day in the sun. I mean, you're you're probably right, but even if you're wrong, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah. But if it's something like I don't know, backing the wrong presidential candidate, uh, being on the wrong side of uh, racism, uh, I don't know, just hate in general. Uh, You should you should probably have an open mind on things. <laughs> I don't well, know. You should always have you should always have an open mind, no matter what, right. because having a closed mind is just leads to to a slippery slope of ignorance. But I mean, if people can come and they can actually like give you factual evidence on what, why your position's wrong, I mean, you you should always take it into consideration. Yeah. Uh, that being said, you know, like you were mentioning earlier, whenever somebody. Um, Mm, it's like you know let's go back to use the no man's sky as an example where people are are incredibly biased towards no man's sky being the greatest game ever where you know when and then you're talking about like latching onto small pieces of information as being the most critical part in an overall let's say press release because in this case it's a press release where they're like you know the there's there's so much space to explore you know and and no man's sky it's like and they, they just, you know, there's tons of space. There's tons of space. Like, you know, but, well, okay, but, you know, what is there to do? There's tons of space. Yeah. 
there's so much space. And then like the little, you know, the um the the clingers on that like thing is the greatest game that's ever been made. You know, well, there's tons of space to explore. I got that, but like what? You know, and then as soon as you question like anything that that's been that's been given as being factually like I I, I, well, I like like what I mean what else is there to do other than other tons of space, and then that you just you become an enemy of the uh, of the subject oh, yeah. whatever the subject is and, and any any questioning is is just fucking fight words yeah basically man I which I love to do in public I'm probably gonna get shot someday so like if I just don't show up to a podcast you'll know why it's because somebody <laughs> murdered me in the street. Oh man, I, I I ran into that the other day. Um, of course, it was on Reddit. <laughs> See, okay, here's the thing. He does it on the internet. I do mine in public. I mean, I would do it in public, too. I don't give a fuck. I prefer to do it in public because at that point, I can at least throw body language out there and speak my point of view rather than get downvoted to oblivion. I mean, oh, I don't, I don't agree with him. Downvote. <laughs> I mean... You can't downvote me in real life. You can, but I'm going to keep on fucking talking. That's not going to make me any quieter. But on the internet, yeah, it makes me quieter. <laughs> yeah. But uh there Okay, so you've got you've got our politics in Reddit. And then you've got the Donald. <laughs> which is two extremes. Our politics is meant to be for general political discussion, right? wrong i mean it's it's hardcore liberalism that's <laughs> all it is and then you got the donald which is delusional trump supporters okay i'm not saying trump supporters are delusional i'm just saying those specific supporters are delusional <laughs> okay so don't don't mince my words there but you've got those two extremes there right one side is oh my god anything liberal is terrible and then <laughs> anything non-liberal is terrible on the other side so i go in that forum and i'm like Reading the reading the comments and shit, and somebody is just like spouting off bullshit. Like every Trump supporter is an inbred fucking asshole who doesn't hasn't graduated high school. And I said, hold on a second. This is this is why it's fucking me versus them mentality. This is why shit's all disconnected right now. You are dehumanizing the other side, just like they're doing to you. And because you're so biased to your own side, you're you're not willing to logic your way through this. You're just going to fucking name call and throw bullshit. So because of that, I mean, the discussion doesn't go any further. It's just, ah, you're insert insult here and so on and so forth. That, in my opinion, is like, the absolute breakdown of intelligence and the absolute breakdown of progress is just name calling muckraking basically. I mean, I, I had the discussion uh, at lunch the other day because uh, one of the my coworkers was uh, there and I almost got into a fist fight. Well, actually, I almost got the shit kicked at me by all people. It was fun, <laughs> and um, because they were, you know, they're the the street corner types, you know, yelling about society, et cetera, you know. Trump is a Nazi. Trump is this. Trump is that. And I'm, I, I'm not even like specifically arguing. Them. I just said, "All right, why?" Yeah. You know, and like they're like, "Well, because he is." And I'm like, "That's not an answer." I'm like, "Give me, give me an actual reason." You know, what I mean, like if you can't, if you can't like substantiate it with anything more than "because I said so," then your argument is pretty much garbage. And then they're like, "Well, you know, he's 
he's uh, he's a terrible person. He's he's mean to all these people. He he just says terrible things. And I'm like, okay, but why? I mean, like, why do you think that he's why do you think that he's going to be like the the absolute like be all like antichrist of the nation? And, and they couldn't they couldn't give me specifics. And I'm like, I'm interested to to listen to your argument. And <laughs> my poor coworker's like, can we can we please go? Can we please stop? <laughs> like, no, I'm curious. I want to know. What do you, why? Why? It doesn't matter who it is. Why? I'm curious. And uh, they couldn't do it. So, you know, that goes to that bias of they, they don't want to know. They don't want to hear anything. They want to have their own little echo chamber where they want a whole bunch of people standing around them and yelling the exact same thing. Absolutely. I mean, it makes them feel good. It makes you feel good when people agree with you. If you <laughs> if you ever have, like, I, I and I told I told her after that I said that if you if if your only argument is to call people names, all it does is it validates what you said. Like if I posit, you know, the sky is blue, and then Neil says, "Well, you know, you've just got a a stupid bandana that costs too much money," and I'm like, "Okay, so the sky is definitely blue," because like the best thing that you could come up with to insubstantiate what I said was just personal attacks. So then, therefore, everything because the the conversation came up because one of the one of the girls at work had uh, read out this tweet that some rapper made where he was making fun of Trump, and you know, I and I flat said that regardless of whatever I feel about Trump, I said that was a stupid move, and she says why? You know, I think that it's he's really taking a stance, and I'm like he's not, because what Trump said, Trump said something political and said something policy related, and this guy came out and he verbally attacked him, and he's being lauded as being a hero. I'm like he's not. All he's doing is validating what Trump said. Because rather than arguing about it on a political level or on a or on a uh, on a social reform level, he's just yelling that Trump is orange and whatever. I'm like, he's just being a child. Lol, you're orange. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay. I mean, so then Trump won. I mean, yeah. by by simply, believe it or not, Trump not being a child, he won. <laughs> I mean, that's. Yeah, I mean that's that's basically <laughs> all it boils down to. I mean, that's the thing. I may not like the way things are right now. I may not like who's in office, but you can't sit there and just because, I mean, you can, and it happens all the time, but if you you want any kind of change to happen, you can't sit there and fucking nitpick the shit that doesn't matter. You can't sit there and because you're so mad and hateful towards a certain person, you can't discount the things that are actually correct. Like, if... If Trump were to say something factual, which in my opinion doesn't happen rare. very I mean, often, you would have to really check it. Like I, I think at this point we probably have a smaller list, a, a larger list of uh, things he has said that weren't than the things that are. Absolutely. You know? But if he does say something that's factual, just because you have a hatred for him doesn't make it not factual. If it's a fact, is a fact, and I think that. Whether you're a Republican or a Democrat or anything in between, you can't you can't close your mind to the fact that a fact is a fact, no matter who fucking says it. Like, for example, when Trump gave his uh, speech to Congress, it was a pretty solid speech, in my opinion. He spoke very well. He read from that teleprompter, great. And whoever wrote that speech. Probably not him. Did a great job. And he sounded really good. Now, I know that's an opinion, but compared to how he typically speaks, 
he sounded like a goddamn scholar. Okay? So, you can't sit there and be pissy and shitty and say, oh, no, you guys are just trying to support a hate monger. No. The fact of the matter is, he sounded pretty good. The right. I mean, is he going to stick with it? I don't know. Is he going to actually live up to his promises? Probably not. But don't make a fact not a fact because you can't. And, and, you know, and if he does, if he does, you can't, you can't be like, uh, you know, well, it doesn't make up for all the things that he's done. No, but that's not the point. You know, I mean, like it goes back to. Uh, it's like you said, you know, doesn't just because you dislike him doesn't doesn't make it not a sub not doesn't doesn't insubstantiate what it is, right? You know, so like you know he so it's like if he puts it in a place like a policy that's like a godsend for literally the whole nation, you know, people are still going to hate him, and that's that's stupid. Where it's like you know like he does all this thing, well, you know that's that's a terrible policy. Why? You know why is it why is it a terrible policy? You know you have to actually be specific 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 on why. And if you can't, it's just kind of dumb. You can absolutely make a fact, not a fact, if you're Trump. That so, is true. Says Ryan. Loose, loose general association with the truth. I mean, yeah, but that's the thing. is like, Just because he's doing that doesn't mean you should. Like, and that's that's the, another one of the things I ran into on, on Reddit was... Oh, you're you're parroting bullshit, this, that, and the other. I'm like, no, I'm speaking facts. It's like, just because I'm speaking, and it so happens to support what Trump is doing, in that specific instance, doesn't mean I'm a full-blown fucking Trump supporter. It means, hey, he made a good move right there, and he should have it. He did the right thing. Does that invalidate all of his, you know, the bad shit that he's done? No. But you can't deny a good thing is a good thing. Right. Period. I mean, what What, what was it um, in Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> at the end where it's like one good deed does not uh, erase a history of villainy? No, it doesn't, but it's still a good deed. You can't deny it's a good deed. No, I mean it's it's a it's one of those like, it's a start. It's a start. I keep doing that a whole bunch, and maybe I'll I'll change my mind about you. <laughs> it's like it's like having a friend. Okay, this is gonna get a little personal. It's like having a friend that's a drug addict. All right, maybe they're they have a long history of you know falling off the wagon and they're hardcore crack addicts. Okay, let's just say. They've turned a new leaf. And they got a job. Good for you. That's the right direction. I'm not going to say two weeks from now you're not going to steal from the register, but keep doing that good thing. Because, yeah, I'm going to have skepticism toward you because you've had a, a past of being a terrible human being, but I really hope going forward that you continue being a good person. But I'm not going to sit there and be unrealistic and say, no, he's turning a new leaf. He's, he's totally out. All that shit's behind him. No, you're, you're still, he's still got a reputation, dude. 
<laughs> Rebellions are built on hope. <laughs> um, Lovely Bunny 89 with an attic. It's easy to tell if they are they are truly changing or not, in my opinion. You're right. I mean, it, it's it's easy to... It's, yeah, unless they're very good at manipulation. Um, which I know plenty of those people. Uh, but as far as intentions and behavior is concerned, if your intention is to turn your life around and be a good person, yet you still have a bad habit of falling off the wagon, you're, unfortunately your intentions don't matter. Um, at that point your behavior is the only thing that matters because everybody at that point sees you in a negative light. And until you consistently get your shit together for a while, you're not going to build any trust and, and and life's going to be really fucking hard for you. So I've, I've had my fair share of family members and friends that were addicts. So I know that it's not an easy thing to do to turn your life around. And I I hope for the best for those people when they do to make that decision. But I'm not going to sit there and get my hopes up that that person's going to be a better person when clearly I've seen in the past it's not so because it's just going to upset me instead. It's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, don't be optimistic because you'll never be disappointed kind of deals. But... I mean, it is what it is, and like I said, for for, for addicts, I, I have all the hope in the world for them to be better, but that's way out of my picture. Come to me when you've consistently done well. Okay. So, I I have a long history of um, uh, being an asshole, and I am I have been blessed that no one ever sees it coming, and <laughs> that so every time that I decide that I want to do something that's awful to people. It's like everyone always forgets that like I just recently got done doing a whole bunch of other horrible shit and I get to do it all over again. That's my addiction. I will probably be murdered at my workplace for sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't help it. I, ha I just can't stop. I just can't stop, Neil. <laughs> but no one thinks that I'm no one. No one. Everyone thinks that I'm just sublime and I'm and I'm a, I'm a stand up guy, but I'm. I'm, I'm not. I'm fucked up, dude. I'm, I'm fucked up, and it's it's terrible. But it's so much fun. Frank, you got you got problems, man. I mean, I don't know. Playing a prank once in a while is is okay. It's funny. It's just a prank, bro. <laughs> but when you're uh, when you're ruining somebody's fucking day because you screenshotted their background and replaced it with their desktop and deleted their icons and you don't fucking immediately go fix it for them after they have a little itty bitty rage fit you're a bad person <laughs> he had a straight up baby fit and I'm rolling around in my office just dying like cause I've done that before and it, at, right after that happens they're like what the fuck what's wrong with my computer 
And I'm like, alright, it was me. Lol, lol, lol. Look what happened. Here, let me fix it for you. But I think, do you just let it go? I mean... For about 45 minutes. Oh my god! I let it go for 10-ish! <laughs> I mean, like, and he's like, he restarted his computers like six or seven times. Uh, you did staple head to an... No, I convinced him to staple his head to his head. Ryan says, you did staple head to an already heavily abused coworker scalp. No, I said, I, I said, this stapler doesn't even work. Watch, pow. And then I just, but like I held the spring so like it wouldn't, you know, connect. And he's like, yeah, it doesn't work because someone else told him to do it. And he says, no, Frank already showed me it doesn't work. Pow. And he put like a good, like, I mean, they're the standard staplers and they went straight into his scalp. Just blam. And he tried to lift his hat up in his hat, literally got stapled to his head. And I rolled around underneath the table, just, just dying. I was expiring as we spoke because <laughs> I couldn't breathe anymore. That's the same kid. I chased him in the parking lot with my car and hit him with my car door at like 20 miles an hour. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel like saying he's heavily abused is kind of strong though. I mean, he was definitely a lot more than heavily. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, <laughs> I got nothing. I mean, that's terrible. You're you're terrible. You need to stop going for the long haul, man. You gotta immediately make. You gotta let them know, hey, I got you. Let me make it better. <laughs> I I am I am the guy who will take the corded. I think I've mentioned this before, but take that um uh those perimeter alarms. Yeah. And I will put them inside of somebody's very rarely ever used office supplies. So whenever you open it, they explode. <laughs> and I'll just put them in a large stack of everything else. And then three months go by. And you hear this whack in the, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then I just, I just. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm the guy in the copy room where someone on the other side of the hall keeps printing stuff, and I'll take it and I'll put it up on top of a shelf where they can't find it. And then they come in, they're like, did you see something I just printed? I'm like, no, I've been sitting here the whole time. And they go back and they reprint it, and I'll put it back up with the other one. And make them reprint it like 12 times. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> no, I would, I would, if I were working in the same office you and you did that shit to me, I'd probably murder you. That's, that's, that's probably what would happen. I, I think my my favorite one is whenever I put the 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 wireless mouse transceiver in somebody else's computer, and just sat in the other room and just kept messing with their with their mouse while they're trying to work. That's that's pretty low tech. I'm actually. It doesn't matter. Actually, it doesn't even matter. I needed to be closer so I could hear it. I'm, I'm ashamed of your creativity on that one. Uh, I mean, these guys are all—they don't know—they don't know what to do. That's what makes it fun. Tony, man, the best prank to pull on somebody is just to turn their monitor upside down. Control Alt Down Arrow turns their monitor upside down. I'm gonna have to do that tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry, Monday. Uh, lovely bunny eight nine says, "You know, pranks are awesome." I threw a smoke bomb under the door while my ex husband was in the bathroom, and then a bottle rocket. Um, <laughs> that's that's crazy. I mean, he could have died from smoke inhalation, or maybe 
If you had a really gassy time, you could have fucking ignited that methane gas and blew the place up. That's dangerous. <laughs> but like, knock, knock, knock. Do you ever watch Naruto? <laughs> Throw a smoke bomb under there. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> then you gotta like open the door, run through the smoke, and like X chop him right in the face. Pow. Oh. <laughs> because that good. Then he's gonna have to have like a crisis of conscience. You know, it's like, <laughs> do I immediately finish up my business here and run out the door, or do I, you know? Like, oh my gosh, goodness, it's filling up with smoke in here. I should probably finish pooping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you do? I mean, that's, you're, you're in your most vulnerable state there when you're pooping. I mean, I think Zombieland uh, pointed that out best. When you got zombies coming at you and you're shitting. It's like, if, what do you do? <laughs> if my wife threw a smoke bomb in the bathroom with me whenever I was taking a shit, I would immediately kick my pants off. And I would like take my shirt off and I would bust out of the door and act like a T-Rex in front of fucking God and everyone. <laughs> you know, just like I will I will see your prank and jump <laughs> 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 up on a table. Shoot him with a pellet gun. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> Lovely Bunny <laughs> says his, her ex used to shoot her with a pellet gun all the time. She had welts everywhere. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> I I understand now why he's your ex. Because you don't have to tell us this, but if he's buried underground somewhere, I don't fucking blame you. <laughs> That's why he's your ex. He's dead. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I like I just want to be in this household. <laughs> Or <laughs> like smoke bombs and 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 airsoft guns are a normal state of affairs. Hold on, you said airsoft is a fucking pellet gun. It's, it's you know six one half dozen the other. I mean one's... I think that's what she means. I mean like if she's talking about like 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 you know like the red rider pair pellet guns with like the little the actual gauged little leather, uh, little uh, lead balls. That's what I'm imagining. That would kill. That would yeah. I mean that would go into that would that would that's not a welt. That's a right. death. <laughs> if we're talking plastic balls in a fucking airsoft they're, they're gun. Still, still pellets. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Either no, way, murder. We had, uh, <laughs> we, had uh, we had one guy that worked with me, and he kept stealing the little lava crunch cakes. And uh, one of my coworkers had a a fully automatic uh, airsoft gun. Uh, airsoft guns are bands, told you. Mm-hmm. But like he he kept stealing the little lava cakes, and so one of my one of my coworkers, uh, I he I, we saw him take a bite out of it, and I was like, all right, light him up. <laughs> and he's like, he's 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 trying to do this, but he's trying to eat it at the same time. <laughs> So, I mean, like, he, he took his shirt off. I mean, it was just, like, like purple, like, all through here. And, like, he, he lifted his shirt up, and I was like, oh, dude, that sucks. And so, like, I shot him, like, right here. Oh, man, that's the, the worst. And no, and, and like, it was his shirt up, so it was just pure skin from, like, five feet away. Oh, my God. It was the best. Oh, the best. <laughs> I don't know how we got onto this from bias, but I'm I'm happy it went this way. <laughs> 
Well, thanks for joining us, guys. I really appreciate it. This was awesome. Uh, it's been a couple weeks since we got to, the chance to do this. Life happens. We apologize, but this was a great coming back, you know? And we're happy to do it. Um, happy to have you. So thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you liked what you heard, please rate, comment, subscribe, follow. Follow us on Twitter at Dastardly Men. Shoot us an email, mail at DastardlyGentlemen.com. Or like us on Facebook. We would really appreciate it. Any feedback is welcome. If you've got any questions, feel free to tweet us or whatever. Send us a message. Um, we don't really have a particular theme, but we're happy to have a, you know, a segment of answering questions, Q&A. That'd be fun. Um, but, uh, yeah. Great times, guys. Uh... We'll be having a new one out pretty soon here. But until next time, we will see you later. Bye.